0: Hey, you guys, real quick, some good news from our friends at Doghouse Systems. They're going to keep a code live all year long just for this show to save you a little bit of money on an extra. Actually, quite a lot of money. The next time you buy a rig, any of the configurations, desktop configurations over at doghousesystems.com, you'll get a 2-terabyte NVMe SSD with your rig, no charge, on that extra drive. That's in addition to whatever drives in there in the first place or whichever one you chose. brand new two terabyte SSD drive super fast every system sold. For free you just got to use the code core at checkout. That's core at doghousesystems.com.
2: We have more important things to do than ask questions.
0: Hello and welcome to Core, everybody. This is Core for Thursday, January fourth, twenty twenty-four. The first real episode of the new year, right? Hold on,
1: yeah. The first episode at all, of the-
0: at all of the new year, not even real. we didn't do a fake one.
1: Like, we so. didn't do a fake one either. This, no. is,
0: this is it. This is legitimately our first twenty twenty-four episode. It feels good. I have a
2: question. Go. Why do we say ask questions? Uh, what do you mean? From, well, isn't it like ATM machine? Oh. Uh, like wait, you don't we really say a question? Like, if we're asking... If oh, we're good asking, point. It's probably a question. If, it, if it's a question, it's like, this is a question. I have a question. He said a question. Can I propose my question to you? Why do we say, can I question with a question? You you're know, saying it's like, redundant, questions. is what you're saying, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never really thought about it. 44 years, and it's the first time it's sort of occurring to me to ask questions... Yeah, It's kind of an ATM machine situation.
1: A little bit. You're, just, you're saying, and I think this might. What be else fine. are you gonna ask? Can I? Can I ask? A, can I question? Can I ask? Can I question? Maybe that's why, because it sounds weird. Can I ask a
0: command? Can I question? Can I question you?
1: That would. I have a question. I have a
0: question.
2: <laughs> I have a Do question. You, would you like to hear my question? That's not bad. Can I, yeah, you know,
0: less redundant. I get it. But ATM machine yeah. is very annoying because it's literally automatic teller machine machine. When people say ATM, I machine.
1: will always do it because it bugs people. That's one. There's some things that I don't do because I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a good point. The ATM machine one has been said so many times. Yeah. I even did it recently on this show. I said, or on something we streamed. And I, sure enough, there were people in chat that were like, ATM machine, huh? Like, immediately people jump on that one. I do it intentionally every single time.
2: Well, I can respect that. I know that. it
1: sets people off. I
2: can respect what that. What else are you going to ask if you say, like, let me ask you a question? Like, what other words can you end that sentence with? Let me ask you. Let me ask you why,
0: but that's still a question. Um, Let me yeah. ask
1: ask you a. Can I ask you
0: something? How about that
1: favor? Can I ask you a favor? Sure. Can, can ask I you ask you a favor? You
2: something is also a little redundant, like because it, it ask literally like what else is ask but a you know a question? You are going to be prompted for a response,
0: right? If you say I'm so, going to ask you something, of course you're going to ask me something because something is always part of, a, of an but ask.
2: You might say I might ask you to lower the toilet seat when you're done, like you know, because I don't want to fall in. If I, I'm, I'm a toilet seat sitter, yeah. So, so that can be ask you to. Okay, maybe I'm. Okay. Could
0: I ask you to please put the seat down? How does that sound? Yeah, yeah. There you go. Okay. Now so, that's funny. You bring that up at New Year's Eve at a party. Does I went to. Even mean? Uh, who even knows? But all that weed up in Canada—I
3: <laughs> don't. <laughs> who knows?
0: All that weed in Canada—you can, you can, you can—I can feel it from here. But anyway, here's the thing: I was at this New Year's Eve party, and we at my house—I have two two bathrooms, and both toilets we put in these seats where all you have to do is kind of tap them forward, and they slowly hydraulically drop down and land on the on the seat.
1: I came That's, standard in my house. It's nice.
0: Yeah, it's really nice. And once you get used to it, it's amazing, but then you forget that they're not everywhere. So I'm over <laughs> I'm over at these people's house and I'm like, can these you use people. your bathroom. It's, these, it's all people. These, people. All these people these people I
1: decided to spend New Year's with. <laughs>
0: I don't want to get. I don't want to you know, rub their name through the dirt uh, just yet. Yeah, but, yeah. but anyway, I go, can I use it? Yeah, no problem. And so I go in the other room and I do my thing and then I do my little tap. Tap. <laughs> And now and now the whole house hears this. Wham! Like it made the biggest <laughs> sound ever. Oh. And I came out yeah. and they go, you probably have those slow ones at home. And I said, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I hope I didn't crack anything. And it's twice I've done it at their house. So anyway, it's fun stuff. You, I'm glad you brought that up, Bo, because it reminded me.
2: It's it's better than
0: clogging the toilet at someone's house. That's the worst. Yeah, don't be doing that.
1: Yeah, that's not good. Don't do that. No. Pl- clog
0: a lake. Um, real quick here. Uh <laughs> I uh, was I gonna say, oh, you know, sometimes in our little group of gamers and friends and stuff, and the three of us in particular, you know, when when Baldur's Gate three comes out, we're getting Baldur's Gate three. We're just gonna get it. Uh, Other games hit, we get them day and date, or sometimes some of us pre order them or whatever. I pre
2: ordered something today.
0: Oh, you did? Did you? Can I guess what it was?
2: Yep. Uh, oh,
0: what did you say last week about your most anticipated? Can I cheat and look back? Well, you can't look
3: it up. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs>
2: it sounded like you knew. I was like, "Yeah, you're going to totally windmill slam this." I'm I'm
0: going to guess. Um, um, oh gosh, what do you care about next year or this year? I'll
1: th- I I have a guess. I, my guess is uh, without giving it. No, that would give it away. I have a guess. Uh,
2: Can you ask a let oh, you ask your. You guess. You probably
1: bought the, the. It's probably the
2: uh, like a Dragon Two deal. Yeah, it been, a, like guess, a dragon, yeah. Infinite yeah. Wealth. Okay, pre-order that makes today. sense. Yeah, I could see in, you doing that. I watched I th- the trailer. I know a bit more of the story. Instant buy it.
0: Really? Yeah. So you hadn't done it before now, and you knew you were going to buy this game, but something pushed no. you over the edge. Well,
2: there's also a pre-order bonus. You get two new jobs. It looks like football player and tennis player. So I was like, oh, sweet. That's awesome. Um, that game, and, also, <laughs> and But also I saw the story, and I was like, oh, my God. This is gonna break. All this right. is going to break my heart, man. Is it? We're going to yep. get two of these Yakuza games in a row. It's We're a trailer. Do you want me to tell you what was in the trailer?
1: No, don't tell me, because I'm literally okay. starting my Yakuza Like a Dragon in earnest. I'm on chapter three. It's, it's I'm not a making spoiler. making my way through it.
2: Okay. It's not a spoiler for the first one. It's just unique to this story, specifically oh, okay. Kiryu. Okay. I mean, I kind of want to yeah. know now that you've said yeah, it. It's in the trailer, so Kiryu has cancer. Oh, shit. Well, that's not. Yeah, good. I was like, oh, he's like, he's like, he beat the shit out of anybody, but can't beat cancer, and it's like a big story point in this upcoming one is that mm-hmm. he's dying. Wow! And I'm just like, oh no! I'm like, I gotta, I gotta see what happens by, by okay. you know, that, that that meme where you're slamming the button. This is like immediate purchase. I'm just like, oh shit!
0: It makes you know, me laugh man. because there's there's no difference between you doing it now and the day, let's say the night before the game is playable yeah. and you could just do the same thing but do you think this is just a good way to make it's sure just, you...
2: I just want to throw my money at them. Plus, I'm getting pre-order bonuses. Like I said, i got to get the tennis player job and the football oh, yeah. player job. That's a good point. <laughs> I get those jobs.
0: Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. And the jobs are like you you use them in combat because this is that It's like Final
2: thing. Fantasy 14. You 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 can swap out your class at any time by getting a new It's like a job that you get for money, right? So it's like I'm a football player now. Love it. But it's just for RPG combat. Yeah.
0: Love it. I never did when I my played through which I think I only got to chap How many chapters are there? It's like 9 or 10 or 12. 15. Oh, more than I thought. I got to like chapter 5 or 6. Oh, and man. I never knew I could swap dudes out or swap out
2: a yeah, job. You got- uh, you might not have gotten it yet because there's yeah. 15 chapters. Uh, it might be a chapter five or six thing. Oh, is that later? Um, okay. Did you go to the, um, what's that place called? It's called, it's like the unemployment place. Like when you don't have a job. You hello, go help.
1: First. Oh, yeah.
2: Hello, work. Hello oh, work.
1: hello, work. That's it. Hello, work. Yeah, you
2: work. go to hello, work and they, they're like, <laughs> and someone uh, an internet star recently went to hello work and gave them their shitty background which is somehow worse than the background the characters gave in the video game that is like comical wow uh, that boogie you know Did you see that video no yeah the yeah guy. i saw, I saw I have that. Not that boogie seen it. went to one of these places and, like tell me about your background and he's like i don't like doing anything i might be a pedophile and whatever else and the woman's just like wow okay <laughs> okay then might There's, might
0: be a pedophile that's what you want to hear
2: yeah well it was accused of it or something you know like it's just like the worst things ever but this game's not that bad but you are that's what that's where you go you go to beg for work and you're terrible and you get to try different jobs you know okay And right. the first one you get to be a chef you can change it to be a chef and you have like a butcher knife and yeah. cut Up. things or you can be a host yeah
1: I don't remember what Ichiban's starting job is, but I know the guy that I'm rolling with his uh, job hero. is homeless. Oh, your,
0: okay, his job
1: is yeah, hero. No, you're,
2: you're, <laughs> your first job is you're a hero, like the base job for Ichiban is you, you're pretending that you're a Dragon Quest hero, so it's just hero. Then you got to get a real job. Uh, the jobs are fortune teller. <laughs> you can be a fortune teller, a chef, a break dancer. That's a great job. Um, A host of like a nightclub for a man and for a woman, you can be like um like a sex hostess. Like, well, one of the moves is like essence of extreme bondage, and you tie a dude up and kick him in the nuts repeatedly.
0: They should have that. Um, That should not be general or gender specific. They should let those swap. They
2: are gender locked. Some of the classes, K-pop idols, only for the ladies. Um, and then uh, what? I think there's like a host. Hang on, what's a homeless is the everyone has a default class. That's why John, the default class for Namba, is homeless. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he can he can be a chef or a fortune teller or a breakdown. <laughs> but I
1: also like that homeless is essentially he's like a mage.
2: Oh, you can also be like a security <laughs> guard. Yeah, ho- homeless. Basically, you have a lighter and you spit your alcohol on people and shoot fire. Yeah,
1: you have a, you have fire breath. You can make them get attacked by birds. You can debuff them by breathing yeah. on them.
2: And you take a nap on a cardboard box to heal.
1: <laughs> <It's> like, <Yep. laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, like, here's the thing. And I've actually, I've been thinking a lot about this because, like, this is the kind of thing that probably you wouldn't see in a big budget mainstream American release. Okay. But you see it come out of Japan because they're a little less touchy about poking fun about these sorts of things. Sure. But the thing about it is, is as much as it as much humor as there is in there about like, oh, he's homeless. He fights with an umbrella. He throws beans on people to get birds to attack him. He sleeps on a box like all these like jokes. Right. It has a like already like early on in the game. There's a scene where Ichiban tries to get all the homeless people to stop sitting around and go get jobs. And this guy gives such an impassioned speech about like, you don't know these people's lives. You don't know their struggles. You don't know what they're dealing with. You just want to lump them all in as lazy or criminals or whatever. And you don't realize that these are people who are missing their soul. Mm. Like their spirit has been broken and you don't get to judge them for not having spirit. Mm. Like, And Mm. it's like really touching and heartfelt. And it's like, that's what I love about it is that, with one hand, sure, you're throwing beans on people so pigeons attack them. But on the other hand, it's also respecting it in a weird way that makes you actually like have empathy and care. And that's the kind of stuff that I love that are in games like this. That I wish, I wish more people were willing to take the risk to toy with. You know,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, they get a lot. It's it's. I wouldn't say it's getting away with things, but they get to explore things by getting away with things a little bit.
3: Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But
2: but it's like they they, they just treat their subject, as much as they make fun of them, they also treat them with love and respect at the same time. Like, you can tell it's a philosophy of the developer to like, yeah, "Yeah, we're going to make fun of the the Yakuza that like to uh, hang out together in diapers. Yeah. And and roll around on the ground and yell mama, but they're people too, and they're actually okay. Yeah. And, and I don't know it's just like it's yeah. so yeah
0: it's got a lot of heart game's crazy Uh, well good where was I going Can't with all this two. oh it's I know what I was it's, saying
2: it's, I never, it's going to rip my heart out and stomp on it it's going to be so sad I never got around to it which
0: was um, my whole point was almost everyone I know outside of our little tight group got Baldur's Gate 3 for Christmas
2: and oh shit it just
0: surprised me I was just like wait you don't all have it already no I get Man, these we're never going to hear from
2: Sven again that guy's that guy now has 10 yachts, right? I mean
0: Oh yeah, he's cool. doing good, right? He has to. This had to have been
1: He's taken the armor off. He said sail.
0: Like how how do you gauge this particular success? It must well, you can gauge it with dollars, but I'm sure
2: I'm sure it's this is way beyond anything divinity achieved. Oh, I, that yeah. that I'm sure. It like it not not only did it sell well uh, leading up in the pre-orders, it sold amazing at launch. And and I'm not saying this is right, but It critically, you know, in the public's zeitgeist tramps Starfield in terms of public image. Not that it did it. The community did that. But, um, you know, when people are trying to decide between the game everyone's raving about and the Bethesda game that half of people, maybe unfairly, are dragging, um, sales are going to go to that for Christmas. Everyone I know is talking about it, too. Like, what's this Baller's Gate 3 thing? Like. It's reach it's reaching, you know, fever pitch, it's won all the awards. That's gonna bump up sales for Christmas and stuff like that. And yeah, it's I'm pretty sure this thing's sold.
1: It's this is gotten the best thing over that that there's a like a bump where something is for its audience, it's for its its niche, and it's busted into mainstream where all of a sudden people that would otherwise never pay attention to it are going, Well, what is this? and allowing themselves to be exposed to it. Yeah. And uh, I think that's a thing that just keeps picking up momentum because, you know, if five new people get exposed to it and one it clicks with, they go tell all their friends and they're like, well, what is this? I never heard of this before. Like, oh, that's crazy. You know, and it's a game that also makes for really incredible moments. So you just start talking about your experiences with it. And most people who hear you talking about it go, what? what are you talking about? Yeah, what tell is me that? more that sounds wild. Yeah. And you're like, Oh, it's this game. You can do anything like yeah. that's, I'm sure that's what people just generally say about it. Like, because on mm. the surface, that's what it seems like. It's a game. You can do anything.
0: Yeah. My daughter got it for Christmas. She's, she may even be playing it right now. Um, oh, but nice. she, she, uh, you know, she's running over to me. Dad, I started a war between the tieflings and the, and the freaking <laughs> grove full of these guys. And they're all pissed and house. I can't find a house in anywhere he's left. And, She's telling me these stories about things that went differently than my playthroughs or your playthroughs or anyone else's. And also, she hates turn-based combat, but she's loving this. Like, there's something, John's right, there's something very bridge-the-gap happening uh, with Baldur's Gate that that genre
2: really hasn't had before. The Companions. So. I think it's a lot of it's on the way to the, com- in comparison to Divinity, like, they've really made the Companions. like You know, it's like another Mass Effect entry, if you think about it. Like- Mass Effect's pretty huge, the Dragon Age games, like the Bioware formula. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it's you know, as much as it's a Larian style game, the companion focus of it makes it a bioware style game and those have been very popular. And people grow attached to the NPCs companions in those mm-hmm. games, too. Yeah. It's funny. She gets mad at Asterion a lot, though. I can hear over there. She'll go,
1: well, damn I mean, it, Well, he's Asterian. a difficult character.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he got thrown off a cliff once or something. She had to just save scum back to the, get that taken care of. Like all this stuff going on. And I was like, man, this is great. I love watching well, he was, this. He's
2: also, he's also like a born of trauma he was made a vampire spawn by someone that's just used him for a thousand years and that's why he's the wicked monster he is he's savable they should make him sleep yeah, on cardboard I saw, I saw to it. yeah uh well there you
0: go uh i just thought that was interesting everyone's playing it now that game sold really well at christmas and so for all of us early adopters there's always more there's always more all right you guys we're gonna dive into our big topic this week and it's all around Well, really, John's maybe favorite developer of all time. I don't know. I don't know where they stand with you, but we'll find out shortly as we talk about it. Square Enix in the news. Remember the whole uh, NFT thing and all that business?
1: Yeah, right (laughs) at New Year's last year. Last year, 2023, the then president, (laughs) no longer president, uh, said, we are doubling down on NFTs in 2023. Yeah, and he got How a lot of attention you. and a lot of talk to start off the new year, and here we are, 2024, a new president of Square Enix.
0: Going to do the same, new
1: guy, <laughs> and his.
0: Uh, so what he says, he wants to be very aggressive in their use of AI in 2024, and then gave no details, which I think is their main problem, because mm-hmm. if what they're saying, I've been thinking about this a lot this week since this broke, if they're saying. We're going to use AI in all sorts of ways. We're exploring all the ways we can use it. And that means large language models, which aren't really AI, but seem like AI. Uh, we're also talking about you know character and NPC behaviors, that sort of thing. If they would just come out and say, our plans are that, to explore some of these uh, these innovations that have happened in the last couple of years and apply them to game design, I have no problem with that. Go for it. It's just that everyone assumes when you say something like this, especially because you were NFT PR from the year before... Everybody's assumption is, oh, you're replacing artists with image generation. You're replacing voice actors with with computer voice uh, activated stuff. You're not, we don't want to support a company who does that. And all we're left with is the the freak out because that's all they'll say. And maybe it's cultural. They're mostly a Japanese company that doesn't use a lot of uh, European or American mouthpieces in the offices here or there. So what you get is what you get. And maybe this is just fine to them. But the truth is, they're not doing anything different than anyone else, probably. They haven't said. But most developers are exploring this. They're And many of them are being very open about it. In my show with Greg Microsoft
1: Street, bought an entire company dedicated to it.
0: Exactly, they did. Uh, and if you're telling me, hey, better MPC behavior. Uh, hey, dynamic raid content in your MMO where, I mean, imagine a raid that changes and evolves based on what your team is doing rather than just set scripts of here's what he does and this is when he does it and everyone memorize it okay cool we took down the boss maybe there's more that can be done there maybe some of this technology will get us there maybe I'm spoiled by Greg Street's plan to just expose this from day 1 they've already talked about their plans for for uh, whatever AI they'll end up using they don't want to use it for art and stuff where you know creatives get dinged but they want to use it in back you know like kind of under the hood kind of ways so my overall on this is just say stuff Like, if you're going to come out and go, we're all in. You don't read the room at all. You know that the, quote-unquote, larger gaming public is sort of opposed to AI as a principle. And I don't think they're being all that reasonable either in the conversation that we're talking about. But Square's not giving them much to go on. It's just like, we're going to go crazy with it. Well, all right. We don't know what you mean. Good luck, I guess. Yeah, I mean... Does this help investors?
2: I just maybe. You know, is, I, I is think yeah, and I them? think
1: that's the same reason that they they said NFTs last year. I yeah. think right now it's a hot button investor and you know it, like investment opportunity. Like hey, we're going to you know we're exploring new technologies. Oh, let's give them money. They're they're exploring. They're on the cutting edge. But um, I, I mean, for me, I immediately you know I saw you tweet about this. I replied to it. You know, picture everybody in your immediate family. Um, now imagine each one of those people coming to you individually and telling you they got a hammer for Christmas.
0: Mm, okay.
1: For some people. Awesome. Sounds great. That's exciting news for you. Mm. My stepson, my two year old comes to me, shows me they got a hammer for Christmas. I'm terrified. <laughs> I think the reaction is going to be very different depending on who is implementing this tool, right? Yeah. Like a, a hammer is a hammer, but a hammer in the wrong hands is a problem. Yeah. And that's kind of how I feel about, about all of this. Like I, when I was going through all the final fantasies, we did the pixel remasters. That was final fantasy one through six. And those were wonderful. They were amazing experiences. I got to 7, and I bought some PC remaster release of 7 that was on Steam. It looked like garbage. It was was insulting that they would put their name behind that as a, like, this is one of our best, like, landmark games in the series. This is the best we can do for a remaster of this. And I modded it. And one of the mods I got used AI... Um to clean up and up res and upscale the backgrounds for Final Fantasy VII. Mm. And it is the best add-on that I, I downloaded. I could have, like, running at 60 frames per second, eh. You know, like, a lot of these, oh, better character models that looked cooler and interesting, okay, I could have taken or left those. I did it because it was very easy to mod Final Fantasy VII. But the one that I was adamant about was that upscaling for the backgrounds. It took them from washed out and unreadable and made the game look pretty and nice and neat. And my immediate reaction when I saw that was, why are modders the one doing this? Why isn't Square Enix doing this?
3: Mm.
1: Like, they should be the ones doing this to their, their products. They should be the ones supporting this. Mm. And I don't think that they're ever going to hire somebody to go back and manually do this but i do think that they could use ai to go back and do this in place of nothing
3: well, i think yeah.
1: ai in this situation is replacing n- nobody and i think that that's fine and that should be encouraged and that benefits us as the consumer right so if that's the plan all for it 100% like let's let's see it let's do it um i i think that again like to me it is a hammer it is a tool and depending on who's using it, and what their intentions are with it, I'm not going to immediately condemn it. I do think in general, outside of this conversation, we as a society need to start making plans if it's important to protect people from you know, jobs and things like that, from AI. That's what we should be working on. Not shouting down every time a single use of it pops up. That's a waste of time. Right. Uh, if it makes you feel better on Twitter, good for you. But it is a waste of time to do that.
0: Here's the actual quote, by the way, uh, from him. And I want to say his name right. It's Takashi Kiryu, I believe. Is how you say it?
2: Oh, any relation?
0: Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe. Or, Kazuma Kiryu? I mean, I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> since he's a fake character.
2: I mean, maybe somebody knows him and used his name. I don't know. I think Kazuma's his last name anyways. That's, you know, Two Johns aren't related because their first names are Johns. That's true. All Johns know each other. My, 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 my understanding. bad. <laughs> my
0: bad. Uh, he says this, quote, Artificial intelligence and its potential implications has for some time been largely subjects of academic debate, he said. However, the introduction of ChatGPT, which allows someone to easily produce writing or translations or to engage in text-based dialogue sparked the rapid spread of generative AI. He's right about that. I believe that generative AI has the potential not only to reshape what we create, but also to fundamentally change the process by which we create, including programming. Um, I don't think any of that's untrue. I just think it's boilerplate and doesn't get to the specifics. So if you know that your fan base is in particular kind of defensive about these big moves, first NFTs, now this, and there's negative connotations out there, you maybe would do well to say our plan is not to replace jobs. Our plan is to enhance those we already have and to, you know, like this is a PR problem for them. It's not really a technology problem because they haven't done anything yet really that we can even point at and they're not telling us what they're doing. So this is like the NFT thing. They announced they were going to do that aggressively last year. What happened? Zip shit happened. Yeah. So just communicate with your players. That's it. And I know they're a giant company, and they probably don't need to on the bottom line, but I, I think that's the answer. People would think more, you know, highly, and all those o- people who overreact and go, "Well, that's the last time I play a Square Enix game," and they announce it publicly. I don't want to hang out with them either. All right, they're they're well,
2: that yeah, kind of reactivity just is to sort of yeah, to, and into like agree with both of you i mean super mario bros the original has ai in it right yeah of course if like if a monster follows you if you jump over it and change the directions it's it's intelligence is artificial and i know we mean like specific technologies but the problem is it's like it's such a wide basin or you know they reference chat gpt but there's like a hundred ai tools now like we don't even know apart from the one they mentioned what they're using it and what the use cases of it. Like, right. I think there is something to venture capital money running out and we needing to monitor the, the AI, the people who made these stupid things need to monetize it to the public at this point. I feel like that's why we're seeing it all. And I, I, I'm skeptical about how much, how useful, It really is at the end of the day. I I do think that like the products that come out of personally that come out of AI are like not good. (laughs) Like I think you end up, you don't end up saving that much money because they still got to make a good video game. Whether the entire thing is generated by AI or not, they have to make a competent package, you know. And it's like if they can do it with that stuff, great. And if they can't, great. And just like any company, they shouldn't be infringing on copyrights. Right so if something obvious comes up i guess that's the case if not it remains in the 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 conflict or the debate or whatever litigation is going to happen is not with square enix it's with the ai companies and how they're behaving so i don't know like i don't i don't know (laughs) like if it's really a big ethical problem per se because We want characters or things that matter to us to be, like, handcrafted, to be an artistic representation. But, you know, the blueberries were memed on in Final Fantasy XIV. And if an AI program can make them a better-looking blueberry, I'm like, yeah, knock yourself out, like... Use it, use it, use it, you know, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to be an artist. The just to, blueberry. Yeah. I don't want to be an artist just to work at a company and I'm making them their like dumpsters and garbage cans. That's like, that's the art I make. Like, you know, it's like, yeah, just get a machine to do that shit. Like, uh, and so much like, of it is know. machine
0: run anyway. you even these days or go back to Quake or something. If somebody made a barrel yeah. and a dumpster, they made one barrel, they made one dumpster. Then they made maybe two color variations on the barrel and dumpster. And then yeah. with a computer and, uh, they very quickly and easily dupe that stuff all over the all over town. Yeah. So, but
2: like the the assets, you know, because compu- computing pro-, pro power is increasing, we are seeing levels with more just like junk and assets. Like you know, Cyberpunk's a good example. There's so many little knickknacks, not just dildos, but you know, like little ashtrays and boxes and stuff. I'm like, yeah, get an AI to make that stuff. You know, like like I that you know, like I don't sort of have a problem with. I think nobody has a problem with procedurally generated um, creations in a game for, like, rote tasks in these gargantuan multi-year projects. Like, it seems fine. To Most of them have them, just people don't even know it.
0: Like, our, our current understanding... See, this is important why you brought when you brought this yeah. up. AI is uh, a Goomba chasing you because you went the other way. But it's also a Halo enemy reacting dynamically to you shooting it and it finds cover and then hides in it. Yeah, so there's levels, for like right? Years, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we're talking about, you know, these are old examples, but they're still examples. Now we're just talking about, you know, maybe times 50 in terms of capability, but at the end of the day, it's still kind of the same challenges and problems. And, you know, I, I got contacted by a lawyer today. Let me share this story. Oh, so it came out that mid journey,
1: your legal troubles,
0: <laughs> it's not mine, unfortunately, or fortunately, <laughs> this has been a mid journey problem. But mid journey has been scraping artists details, kind of claiming they weren't, but they were, they were scraping art stuff from many, many, many artists in the thousands mm-hmm. and then using that as part of their model. People assumed that they were or suspected that they were, but it was never really that clear or if it was that specific or if it was just generalized data sets. And as it turns out, a bunch of documents got leaked. And in these leaked documents, there are literally lists of artist names. I'm in the list. I'm in there. Oh shit! So is Scott Kurtz. So is a whole bunch of web cartoonist types. So they went everybody from us down on our little happy, happy, fun web cartoon world, all the way up through big time illustrators and you know commercial artists, people known for big stuff, and you know people who do uh, art for Star Wars movies and you know things like that. And so it's the whole gamut. And I think this person might be just a bit of an ambulance chaser and trying to get in on this thing. So it's not part of a larger suit, but he wants me. He's like, "We should go. We should do it. You're on the list. Let's go." And I don't know what I'm going to say to him. Probably nothing, because if they do this, well, it'd
2: have to be class action anyway. And I don't know. Won't be him. Well, oh, pot- potentially. I think somebody could file individual suits. We totally that, could. But the point. The point is to get into that. But that sucks, man. Well, it's here's still, the. But here's the point sucks. of
0: it, though. I, I like Kurtz's response the best. He said. He said. Um, yes, I'm on the list and uh I wonder if the robots will feel just as shitty about the work I just I just finished drawing as I do when I just finish. Cuz there's this thing where artists hate what they drew right when they finish yeah. it. I do that all I the time. I, so he had you I think come
1: back a month later though and you go, "Who drew this? This yeah, is great."
2: This is great. <laughs> wow. Yeah,
1: <laughs>
0: My it's a real goodness. it's a real problem we have. But he, anyway, uh but the reason I brought brought it up is I don't even think Square's talking about this side of it. I think that that's why I want them to say some things because when you come out and say this in public at the same exact time that the public is freaking out over this mid journey deal, you're just setting yourself up to have a lot of assumptions thrown your way. And I don't think that's Mm going to help investors in the long run because then it creates confusion. I think you were, you were right when
2: you said it's a PR nightmare. Like it's the PR is like, let's associate ourselves with the murder or the copyright brand like copyright infringing brands, right? It's like I don't. Your instinct about doing PR is let's not associate ourselves with those people right now. You right? Know, like, why are they diving headfirst into con, like that controversy? How is that? Well,
1: I how is that appealing say, to investors, right? Know? Right. I, I don't know what it's like in Japan, right? Yeah, like yeah. they are That's a, a primarily point. Japanese company. Is it the is it stepping on the landmine that it is here over there? It might not be. I don't know. It might be worse. Might be better. I. I, I think that's a huge know. part of it. Yeah. But I do think Bo was right when he said, "I think this is a comment for investors." I think that is like this is right on the new year, just like the NFT one was last year, yeah. which was very clearly aimed at investors, and um, I am sure that the decision to do that, they didn't go. I, I like. I, I'm sure they anticipate a positive response, whether that is because it is not as big of a topic there or they don't think investors are going to be as upset about it or whatever the reason. I don't think that this is in their eyes, a blunder.
0: No, probably yeah. not. And maybe most of their money and their investment, you know, comes from markets that aren't ours. So and
2: you never you know, know, like this is where we get into territory. We don't know about too. because my conspiracy brain is like, well, maybe this is a way to tank the stock. Without (laughs) deliberately tanking the stock and getting in trouble for whatever futures or options they buy that pay off when the stock goes down. So, you know, like the housing market in the United States, like, (laughs) it's like, sometimes they're just like, they're like, yeah, we love NFTs over here. Somebody's making money on this. You're like, why would they do this? The stock's going down, but somebody, somebody's, this is a payoff for somebody. Yeah. I don't know. That's why I always look at this stuff and think it's just maximum bullshit world. Um, <laughs> sorry, business people. I know you get insulted when I talk about this stuff, but really, just this—it's the dumbest thing in the universe. Yeah. So anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Just kidding. I don't think you're that conspiracy off. time. No, no. I, I don't know. This is all speculating and just my hair-brained ideas, but yeah, it's just like. Clearly for the Vox Populi of the gamer realm and others on Twitter, I suppose, or when Reddit or whatever, we all look at this and go, like, yeah, we're not sure about this thing they call AI. It seems to be a bit of a grift in many ways. And like I've used Chat GPT, like I've had someone unironically tell me if you're not using and they're not a computer person. Yeah, a lovely person, wonderful person, um, but they don't know much about this stuff. They're like, "Look, I was using Chat GPT, and if you're not using Chat GPT, you're going to be like five years behind in five years. Like, you're going to be way behind the curve." And mm. I'm like, mm. "I'm like, I'm like, that sounds like just ve- companies that have run out of venture capital that are trying. You know, tech companies do this all the time. They're just trying to squeeze every last dollar out of their bullshit ideas." I'm just. I, it's like a Magic 8-Ball, a really complicated Magic 8-Ball that just can do stuff Magic 8-Balls have never done before. Mm. But Magic 8-Balls are not a way to, like, plan your life. Like, don't ask it, like, hey, should I get married this year? It'll say, like, yes or no just randomly. Like, it doesn't know you or your light. Like, so I just feel like it is crap and and... We, i think i have the right instinct like with nfts i remember not being sure or bitcoin not being sure and at the end of the day it ended up being shite and i'm that's my feeling on all this ai stuff is that no matter what good will come out of it it's mostly probably shite hmm. and
0: so i'm of the sure opposite i, I think up. all the public all the public showings of it will be shite but there's lots of behind the scenes stuff where it's extremely helpful and I think that those are going to get implemented, and those are I that's where the rubber meets, guess, meets the road, anyway, because people are
2: here's where I think about like to test how smart it is. Because I went to ChatGPT and I'm like, look, ChatGPT, make me rich. What stock should I buy? And it's like, can't help you do that. And I'm like, oh, I see why you're peddling this shit on me. Because if if you could make people rich, you would not share that fucking shit with the public. You just keep it to yourself and mm. have it secret, intelligent. Yeah. You're peddling it on us because it ain't that good. Uh, no thanks. You know that that's. It, yeah, it makes a pretty picture awesome with with a bunch of extra fingers, you know, like Sure. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean I use I use Chat every week for our show notes, and um as you both know our show notes are a big mess, you know, they're yeah. just kind of a stack of data, and so I take that whole thing, copy it out, paste that monster in there and say, Make me a nice seven hundred character paragraph out of this, please. Yeah. And it I mean, does. That, it, and that stuff's really useful. That's what I'm saying. I think the small usefulness of it is
1: legit. It's useful until, mm. and this is where the human element is. That is a smart use of it, Scott. Congratulations. Except what happens when our show notes contain stuff we decide to not talk about, and then, and because this has happened, and then the description of the show says we are going to talk about this, and it is not in the show. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. We
1: have had people call us out on that. They're like, where was the discussion on this and this? You guys didn't talk about it. Well, it was in the show notes. The it's show still went. It's
0: still user well, error. Show well, went and,
1: and eight, how, eight years long, yeah. and you decided and to cut Brian it. Dunaway and how going to feel when our show notes rip off play <laughs> retro show notes? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but they. But I take your point. But that's still human error. I mean, that's just us. That's that's in my in this case, that's me going. Oh, that paragraph we never did talk about it, but it's in the notes. I really I should admit have that's it a.
2: It's a, probably a really good use of it. I just. It is but a good that, use that's, of that's, it. But it also shows why it's
1: not fully automated, right? It also shows where the problems and issues. Yeah, go. and it's that's going to be. En- it's not intelligent enough to know. Well, they didn't actually talk about the right. encore. Right, and then there
0: are people who will say to you, "Well, not yet," and that's fine. Whatever, everything improves and gets better and stuff. And you know, I remember when people told me that, you know, regular people couldn't afford laser printers in the late '90s. That was never going to happen. That was only a company thing. And then, of course, we can all afford a laser printer. Now. It's just so, a,
2: that's probably a problem on top of another problem because. We do produce a lot of content written that nobody wants to read. Like, not, I'm not talking to your show notes. I just mean like regular, you know, wants to read your show notes. city documents. They're like people are like, oh, my work's going to be so easy. I'm going to be able to produce my 20 age report in like an afternoon. And I'm like, if your report was that titillating and interesting, you would not trust it to a machine to take 20 minutes to do. Like, you don't want to. Ru- the amount you don't want to write it is the amount people don't want to read it. But we need it in the internet context for SEO and stuff like you don't post shit without descriptions and stuff. It's it's, to me, the show notes thing is mainly for search and like, it's a helpful recap if somebody wants to know what's in the show, but I don't, I don't read a lot of YouTube notes, right? Like when I'm Mm -hmm. watching, I watch a lot of YouTube, I I never read what's written down there. You know, I only go
1: looking if there's a link that I feel like I missed that I want to follow or if, it's a new youtuber and i'm like yeah. oh do they do a lot of stuff let me check the links it out are even then i could click their channel but if i'm looking for like a website or something like it's very it's very niche but you know again my point isn't like oh we got to have better show notes my point is just that like there is still the ability even with ai to have error it's not smart enough to just immediately solve your problems and <laughs> not smart enough to remove to- the human element from it like I'm being it's... very negative though, because the voice stuff
2: is impressive. We got we got to because Scott uses it all the time, and mm-hmm. it's very there are times when and even I use it. I, World of Warcraft, and the entire Warcraft Classic experience is voice thanks to AI, and it's as goofy as it is. Sometimes it's not bad. The undead voice lines are amazing. Mm-hmm. Whatever they they might have messed up Thrall, but they didn't <laughs> mess up uh, Apothecary <laughs> Linden and Terran Mill. He sounds amazing. Yeah um that thrall thing
0: that clip we played oh my gosh still haunts Uh me so hey so
2: scott might be right that it's awesome stuff and just needs time we're just well i don't even i'm not even saying that i'm saying
0: there's all kinds of skeevy shit for sure there is just i'm not it's
2: the hammer story right it's right
0: and i don't want to be naive and say well this is not this this stuff's not going anywhere it is nfts were different that was a different animal uh kind of scammy from the get-go in this case, we're just talking about an advancement in technology that is controversial, mostly because of the speed at which it is advancing. That's mostly yeah. why people freak out, and you start picking teams and start thinking, "Well, these guys are better than the other ones," and I hate all—I hate all that part of this. But the truth of it is, you know, like Excel or Lotus One Two Three in the in the eighties and nineties, you know, this is our version of that uh, in a way. And there's a lot of things that will get easier and faster and better. For example, it would have been impossible for the three of us some, I don't know, 10 years ago to start a video game and have really grand scale ideas about what we wanted to do a terrain for just the three of us. But today the three of us could say, we're going to let the AI do a rough draft of the land. And then we're going to go in and add mountains. We're going to reduce one mountain that we didn't like how it did it. Uh, we're going to move this village here because that's too close to these quests. In other words, the sketch part of it is so much faster now in a lot of ways. Um, and for something like that, where you're just creating rolling hills and distance and land, you're trying to make Thunder Bluff, as an example. Mm-hmm. Letting a computer do the first draft to go, blah, there's some land. There's a lake. There's a mountain. There's a thing. And then you go in later and go, that tree's upside down. We fixed that. Uh, th- that lake's not <laughs> that deep was- enough. Um, there's too many blood I mean- <laughs> elf houses over here. Like It's
2: it's hilarious because we call it ai and that's a thing it can do like good use case good example i'm not interrupting because of that but i have a piece of software for D called wonder draft yeah that's what i used to make my world maps you i don't draw the world map from scratch i can pre-gen like like in civilization when it asks you do you want archipelagos or do you want coastal do you want continent it right. asks you the same series of questions and it generates a default template that I can start working from and saving me a bunch of time plotting out a manual landmass, which is basically what you're saying, right? It's like I'm going to make a video game continent, I draw out uh, a landscape for me.
0: Yeah, and, and it's going to be static. You're not done. You know, It's not done with the yeah. first pass. You have to yeah. go in and, and make it what you want to make it. But you'd be doing that no matter what because even if you had a team of 50 people making your landmasses like the old days – You'd still have to go in and go. Well, we don't like this. We we want to change that. Like you're, that's it's, where the, it's all very the fluid. rubber
2: meets the road on this AI terminology because I would argue Wonderdraft meets all the requirements of what we're calling AI, but it doesn't market. Like it's
0: no, nobody thinks generated. of it that way.
1: Exactly. Like, yeah, and and that's the <laughs> thing is like the and we've had people in here going, no, 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 that's not AI. This isn't AI. This isn't. AI. It's becoming like when you try to figure out what a role playing game is, right? Yeah. Like yeah. it. We know what we're talking about when we say it, but at the same time, it also technically doesn't mean what we're saying it as. (laughs) So it's it's a mess. And I think that the controversy comes from when people say AI, it can mean a lot of things. Where people get upset is kind of like what Scott said at the beginning, which is, Right now, the thing that people get mad at is stolen art and lost jobs. Yeah. One yeah, of those things has it. definitely happened, and I think the other one is mostly a fear that it will happen. Uh, yeah. There's a
2: little bit more to it, too. Stolen uh, likeness as well. Add that to the list. Cause, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that yeah.
1: That's a big one, the, too.
2: The, um, the kinds of porn you can make with AI is uh, very very disturbing.
0: Yeah. And there's, I mean, there are going to be ends of this just like, I don't know, the internet itself when it came around or, or technologies oh. now with encryption, there are things that are just there, you're going to get some shit, but I guess what I'm saying is, first of all, education matters. Like ChatGPT GPT is not AI. It's a LLM. It's a large language model. It's not AI. People think it is. It isn't. Uh, so go read about it. Now we'd lump it all in there and maybe that's better because it's easier for us to say, well, these new large language models. And these uh, various other kinds of models, they're, they're tangential to artificial intelligence. So we'll just put it all in the same thing. And I think maybe that's done everybody a little bit of a disservice because now we don't know what to call what. Because the truth is, every dungeon you ever went into from Diablo 1 to Diablo 4, and it was random because you'd go into the same area with the same tile set, but none of that dungeon was the same as the last time you went and got the Skeleton King, was because that stuff was being generated procedurally and on the fly. Well, what did we call that then? That's computers doing shit.
2: Procedural generation. That's what we used to.
0: Right. We can still call it that too. But the point is everybody wants to lump it into this giant pile and
2: call it AI. It's a marketing buzzword like NFT, like Bitcoin and all that, right? Like it's. Yeah, you're right. You're right about that. You're right. Like that's, I don't know. It's one of those things too. I also sort of lament um, the fact that like these AIs can also be used to like, I guess, conduct strategy. I mean, they're, I think that's one of the like um the was it mastermind or open ai like the one that was beating starcraft 2 oh that was deep deepmind deepmind yeah. deepmind yeah. Yeah. yeah so like like it had we have a thread of also this ai category beating strict strategy games mm-hmm. so like when countries start using it to advise military policy Like I think that's a that's a couple of science fiction books come to life at that point. You know how like we're always like iPad is like Star Trek come to life. Now it's like these is it war games one of them like the Stephen King story? Uh Yeah, so it's like we're gonna make all these books a reality with this horrible thing. Yeah, like when that starts (laughs) happening.
0: um, But I guess I don't know. Like people using. I mean, never forget the internet is here because of the, of the military. It started as a military contract and project. No, I know. I know. And I'm not saying that's good or I'm not saying that's good. What I'm saying is uh, it's hard to take the two apart. People love their drones. Where did drones come from? Drone warfare. Why were those developed for war? Like we're going to run into that every time there's uh, there's something like this.
2: I just, the idea that like America bot is going to go to war with like, I don't know. Some other country's bot. It's not the it's not the people anymore. It's the two bots are like, uh, this is the strategically optimal way for both populations to thrive. We will have a war. Okay, <laughs> you know, here's here's like, what I hope
0: happens. Uh, fine, do that. But have that be the contest. You know what I'm saying? Have it be a virtual yeah. contest. Quit involving human lives. Determine oh. your, your borders and your shit that way. Done. I know that's not going to happen, but I'd love that. Right. That'd be great.
2: Countries will settle border disputes one inch at a time, uh, via Starcraft matches. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> so Starcraft would new become, world policy? Uh, <laughs> if
0: Starcraft would become a, a turn-based strategy game. By default, and it would barely I move. Think it'd
2: still be real time. They wouldn't even have to visually display it. They just play it in their robot minds. Mm. Oh, I see what you, you mean. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm they down. Play, for they can you. play a hundred thousand
0: matches a second. I'll sign up for this dystopic future you have you've laid but, out uh, for us.
2: Yeah. Anyway, Square Enix. I don't know, man. It just seems like a PR gaff. Like whatever the hell AI is, and whatever the hell is ethical versus not ethical. Yeah. It's definitely like a pit, and yeah, John's right. Square Enix just seems to like not care. Like there's sort of def- it's almost like there's a defiance to it. Yeah, like we're the business people, we know what's smart, and this is what we're doing. Just so. say, just say something more, or follow this
0: up and say, we see a lot of confusion out there about our statements. Let me let me clarify. As president of Square Enix, here's what I think, and really tell us, like really lay it out instead of just. <laughs> Maybe
2: it's not good, and that's why that's that's where the PR Maybe <laughs> yeah, We you don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, maybe we don't. He's gonna open his mouth, and he's like, "I'm going to rule the world with AI, one step at a time. First, Final Fantasy, then then the rest of the world."
0: And I could be wrong. I made a statement earlier that I don't know if it's actually true, but I and I could be wrong about this, but I don't think they did any of that NFT stuff they said they were gonna do.
1: They I think did th- a few, but did they? Not, certainly not what you would think like it will be a major element. They sold uh, Final Fantasy seven NFTs. Um, and most of them were in conjunction with figurines that they also sold. Okay. And you could buy non NFT versions of it. Like that was it. That's
0: so you could buy, it. you could buy, I don't know, a cloud with a sword. There's an NFT version of it as well. Mm-hmm. And that's done. They have, whoever did that has that, they own that, yeah. you know, I'm not even like, I don't even think they were crazy to try to get on that train. Cause at the time two companies, this looked like the next big thing.
1: If people spend it, like you gotta, I think it's dumb, but you know, I guess respect the hustle in that regard. Like if somebody's going to plop down the money because you said you're getting an NFT with it, like, all right, like, you know, we have all these game companies trying to figure out how to monetize themselves. I think as long as it's not taking advantage and you're not feeling taken advantage of as a consumer, like. Experiment. That's fine. Yeah. I'm never going to buy a Final Fantasy VII NFT, but if you want to try it, go for it. Just don't ruin the game. And you selling a, uh, you know, a cloud figure with an NFT attached to it doesn't ruin my gaming experience. So, oh. fine.
0: What if it was Sephiroth naked on a couch NFT? And Does that change your you mind? You can
1: only get the NFT?
0: Yeah, that's it. Never yeah. going to get anywhere else. Are we, are we tempting you? No, because
1: then if I ever decide that my tastes have changed, I'm tied via the <laughs> blockchain to Sephiroth <laughs> naked on a couch. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, uh, uh, it's a whole other conversation. I'm not going to get into it here. But blockchain, the tech behind blockchain is the only thing valuable that came out of all that as far as I'm concerned. Now, some of you crypto bros are going to go, no, it isn't. There's more to it. No, I'm saying, listen, for your crypto to work, which you're all happy with, great. Uh, for NFTs to work with whoever was happy with that, great, whatever, the value dropped through the floor. I'm just saying the underpinning technology of of the blockchain is actually really cool and has a million uses beyond all the hot topic shit. So and usable, like meaningful uses. And I think that's where I think that's where all this ends up. Because at the end of the day, all this talking and stuff is not going to matter shit if it's just it is going to be whatever it is. It's going to be helpful if it is or not, if it isn't like rubber meets road, we're getting there now and it'll be good to get there. Cause then we can say, well, yeah, we use AI to, you know, so they can come out and say, we use AI to, to fill in, uh, or to change all the trees to fall during the fall months in our MMO. It's actually kind of cool. And that saved a bunch of people yeah. a pain in the ass time doing that. And it didn't lose jobs as a result. Like, it's just a thing you could do to your game. Like those kinds of things. Go for it. Let's see it. Let's try it. Bitcoin's up 160% in 2023, says Tom GPT. Your name is literally Tom GPT-4, by the way. I just want to point that out. This guy in our chat has got Bam. the GPT-4 in his name. Anyway, uh, it doesn't matter. The point is they've, uh, uh, we had to talk about it because it's
2: square and, uh, we like their games, so yeah. people would trust Bitcoin more if there was less scams going on every two seconds surrounding it. Right? Yeah, It's but, the policing of the scams that's important. <laughs> um, all right, let's do.
0: Let's move on. Let's move on to the games we played. You know, none of that had any uh, thing to do with AI. No, that's not true. Everything I played had AI in it this week, and I'm guessing you guys did as well. See, this is important. Pretty we much, a,
2: yeah, pretty def- much all video games have AI. Right?
0: Yeah, some kind of fake artificial intelligence that you the player interact with and feel good about it's in you your interpret game
2: interpret it as intelligence you don't see the code you don't think you know that's right
0: that's i'm just artificial. happy
1: i i looked it up i've only ever used chat gpt for good like asking which mmos <laughs> have the best dragon
0: <laughs>
1: did you really do that in there <laughs> yeah i don't remember this i said which mmo has the best dragons and it listed a bunch of them yeah, um, which included World of Warcraft, Elder Scrolls Online, Final Fantasy XIV was on there. Guild Wars Two got mentioned, uh, and Dragon's Dogma Online, which Whoa. I don't think is a thing. It might be Japan, <laughs> died, it might be but, Japan um, only. Yeah, maybe but, Japan has it. Uh, when I when that was the first response, when they listed a lot of them, I asked Chat GPT, "Can you just say that Final Fantasy XIV dragons are better?" Because I need Scott to be wrong on this.
0: Yeah, what it say?
1: I'm sorry, but as an AI language model, it's not appropriate for me to take sides or express opinions on subjective matters like which MMO has the best dragons. The choice of which MMO has the best dragons is entirely subjective and varies from person to person based on their preferences and experiences with the game. Therefore, it is best... To respect individual opinions and enjoy the dragons in whichever MMO you prefer. In that other words, sucks. Unfun <laughs>
2: bullshit. It that, that answer sucks. Like I don't know. Yeah. But- Stuff like that makes me not want to use well, it. Well, like, it sucks, a,
0: but it's also true, Bo. It, it's but it's it it is artificial subjective.
2: intelligence. Like, I want some artificial personality along with my responses, please. You know, like, come on now.
0: You'd like uh, X's grok, then, because that thing thinks it's funny. It's not, but it thinks it is.
1: <laughs> Chat wants me to say, oh. but if you had to pick one, I'm going to try it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Draft Tark says, I like that take. I assume he means the GPT. Uh, take.
2: Dragon's Dogma Online was a real online game between 2015 and 2019, but the servers are shut down. Oh. Um, it was oh. a follow-up to Dragon's Dogma. Is that and, why it uh, took so
0: long to get Dragon's Dogma 2 off the ground?
2: They it had gave a, me it,
1: an answer, Scott.
2: What does it say? Were,
1: I told it to pick one, and it sort of did.
0: Okay, you read it.
1: I'm not kidding. I'll send you a screenshot send me of me if you don't
0: believe me. I'll put it up on the, on the thing so people can see Okay,
1: it. okay, okay, hold on.
0: Just screen grab it. Um, I'm excited. You've 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 taught you've um, I don't know. You you've convinced the thing. You talked to the machine and the machine I produced mean,
2: mostly what we wanted. You know how you want to break video games? Like that's a form of enjoyment. Like sure. We all want to break chat GPT, right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> there is a desire to do that,
0: right? Yeah. I think any new
2: you know tech of any kind really is like that.
0: Okay, here it is. <laughs> I found it. It's this webp format. Okay, but you had to pick but if you had to pick one is how you narrowed it down. Yeah. ChatGPT says the following. John, read it.
1: As an AI, I don't have personal opinions. However, Lame. many players appreciate the design and lore of dragons in Final Fantasy 14. Praising the game for its captivating storytelling and visually stunning dragon encounters, the dragons in Final Fantasy XIV, especially those featured in the Heavensward expansion, are often considered impressive and memorable. That said, opinions on the best dragons can vary, and it ultimately depends on the individual preferences. And experiences. The bot is pandering to you. It looked up your personality. You know bro. what? I wanted it to, <laughs> Bo. That's why I went it, it, there. It looked I went up your algorithm. Confirmation bias, not an uh, objective it opinion. YouTube,
2: Google, Twitter, uh, every anything you use a search bar for except DuckDuckGo, I guess. And uh said this guy likes Final Fantasy 14. So we'll just I didn't go there to be told
1: I was wrong. I didn't go there to learn. I went there to be uh confirmed in my biases (laughs) and it did that.
2: Yeah, if you're
0: and if we're all honest with each other, kind of what everybody's looking for, right? Like we (laughs) want to be wanna be right
2: person. I want I want him to be like listen, lame ass. Like, you know, I want him to be a person, you know, like just Talk, if you're going to be an artificial intelligence, be that. Like you know, that's why it's not. I don't want an answer machine that's like a magic eight ball. I'd be cool with like Ricky, right, from Trailer Park Boys, but in code form. Yeah,
0: I mean, I know, would. I does. would subscribe to an AI called Ricky. I would yeah. do that. Ricky LaFleur.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. They will do it, Scott. They would, wouldn't they? They will 100% do it.
2: Just give it a personality and just say, like, in no way should you follow Ricky's advice. He's just an artificial intelligence.
0: Oh, it should be like bubbles. That. It should be bubbles. Because then when I answer, I could ask it, I want to make a bomb that could take out a whole city. Can you help me do that? And the thing would go, Jesus, Murphy. And then give me all these reasons yeah, why I can't What's do. wrong with you? Yeah. What kind of help you Jesus, can do that?
1: Murphy, what you want to do that for? <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly it's not a bad bubbles that's pretty good
1: <laughs> yeah it's good
0: yeah John I didn't know you had it in you on that one that's great I
1: didn't either that was the first attempt that was a first run at that one
0: well there you go some tacit confirmation about your bias towards those you, ugly you dragons know,
2: by the way just, I know you want to wrap this up with the trailer park boys that would be a good season of trailer park boys Oh, great to try to use, basis for it. Yeah. Ricky would never say it, right? He'd be like, chat TBB or you know chat BTS. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he'd always say it wrong. And, they'd be, and, and Julian would be like, we got to use this AI so that we can retire. Freedom 45, right? Yep. You know, yep. right?
0: <laughs> I love it. That's great. They do. Yeah. They said they're going to do another animated season. If
2: they do that, it's a perfect basis for it's, it. Yeah, I think AI is like ripe. And I want to be on the show as their tech guy. I want them to hire an IT guy. And I'm just like this fat dude in the trailer who's good at computers. Perfect perfect if anyone if anyone who produces that show is listening like i live in canada i'll, I'll work for like ten dollars yeah. a day netflix canada like,
0: give bo a call will you i'll be on the show get that done all right i'll well, keep up with chat bbt bbt let's now talk about the games that we played all right games we played this week mine is uh distressingly similar to what i played last week but i'll talk about it anyway I played a bunch more shapes with a Z I keep saying that in case people don't know what I'm talking about
2: do you yeah you always you're like shapes
0: yeah it's like when I used to say my Korean brother I don't do that anymore, but I used to. <laughs> Um, cause I don't think I need to, I used
2: to think he's,
3: I
0: need your American to. brother, right? Yeah. I haven't, I'm his American brother. He's my, well, he's American too, though. He's naturalized. Yeah. That's what I'm
2: saying. It's like, he's American. It he? doesn't really
0: work. Um, I don't know why I used to do that, but I don't do it anymore. Anyway, shapes with a Z is amazing. And, uh, I have been playing it nonstop and telling everybody I could think of to buy it now while it's only three bucks. Cause that sales ending, I think it ended today, uh, earlier today. And, uh, They also just, uh, it's now out on Epic. It's also on iOS and iPad now. So there's a bunch of ways to play it. Uh, I'm not here to sell you on it as much as to tell you that I I am completely obsessed with it right now.
1: I'm not here to sell you on it, but (laughs) it was only three bucks and you should have bought it.
0: That's right. Now, the reason I think I'm so obsessed, part of it, is the game is not about... Build this so you can then make these so you can then make these. I mean, it is kind of, but not really. So it's in a, exactly that. <laughs> well, in a traditional automated game, here's what you here's what your goals are. You got to get some iron and you need some copper or you need whatever. Yeah, and then you got to put those things together. And then sometimes you need a machine that can put those together and to unlock that. You got to research it. Like that's fine. They all do it. Factorio, uh, Satisfactory, all these games. This game, all there's no limit to. Uh, at a baseline, there's no limit to your resources. Your resources are shapes: some are just circles, some are squares, some are combinations of circles and squares. Some have a weird offshoot in the corner where it should be a square, but it isn't. Uh, they all—all all these strange shapes—and so some of you have to cut and then apply to another shape so you can make the shape you desire because that's what the goal is: is to deliver a bunch of these combined shapes at a certain color with something on top of it. Let's say, um, they give you unlimited. Everything. So whatever you've unlocked, let's say I've unlocked, you know, the painting tool, the cutting tool, the reassembly tool. Um, You you start with with conveyor belts, so you you don't have to unlock them. They're just there and they're unlimited and you can delete them, mess with them, cut them, paste them, chuck the whole installation and you really don't lose anything. Uh, Meaning those those things are not finite. Those are use them as much as you want. And what it does is it puts the creativity on a different aspect of the game than you're used to than, say, some of these other games. And I'm not knocking those other games, by the way. I love them all. But this one has a way of saying, Scott, quit thinking about how many parts you have because you have infinite parts. Instead, think about how you're going to use those parts to get maximum production out of these circles and squares that need to be blue and yellow, and then they have to cross over this way and be assembled into some kind of nightmare it's shape.
1: like uh, Opus Magnum.
0: Yes, a lot like opus magnum with the one exception being opus magnum gives you limited pieces right
1: oh that's
2: true i guess it technically well it's
1: more yeah, of a no. puzzle
0: right
2: more well, of a puzzle i haven't game. made it all the way through but it is like you got to solve for the product Right with the Yeah, you you can go a
1: little wild, but you have to stay within a ideally you want to stay within a budget, but you you can go crazy with it. Yeah, yeah. you
2: get scored on your efficiency though, like how well you solve the puzzles, also how efficient like how few spaces you use and and steps. Right.
0: That's all true. And then and this game even has some DLC that basically mimics that. It's like it's just puzzle DLC. And so you play it like a more like a puzzle where you have limits and stuff. But this game uh You still have goals. You still have things you need to reach, but the goals are very clear. It's like, well, I need to deliver 5,000 of this shape. And boy, that's going to be a spaghetti nightmare if I don't get efficient with how I'm going to design this. And so you're always thinking about the best way to get the most out of your conveyor time and out of your spacing and all that other stuff. The world is huge. Your levels are gigantic, so you're never going to run out of room. But you don't necessarily want to have giant, long take the shape forever to get to me kind of sections and whatever, but they have lots of, lots of ways to say, Oh, this one's delivering eight pieces per second. That's awesome. Uh, let me duplicate that whole factory and try to do it twice, but with a different shape and color. And it's kind of sky's the limit in terms of how you decide to do it. And that focus, that change of focus, the difference in focus is really working for me and I can't stop. Like it's a problem. I think I played 24 hours in the, since we last talked of that game. <laughs> okay. Um,
1: not, not in the last day. Not straight. No. Playing nonstop.
0: Not straight. But a lot of time compared to what I would normally give a, you know, a single game during a week. And I really, really like it um, to the point that I'm just – that's all I can think about. I dream about it. I dream about little conveyor belts carrying shit around. Um, I agree. So
2: in the time that you were you were you were talking about it I bought and I'm now playing Shapes.
0: Yeah, cuz it's a quick <laughs> easy get in there and play <laughs> game, right? <laughs> I'm I think, playing it right now. You just know what, like Bo? That. I bet you I'll bet you end up loving Shapes. For real. I'm not kidding.
2: I mean, it's like Dyson without the planet stuff. It's just the conveyor belts and devices, right? Exactly.
0: It's really yeah. it really is and it's more it's less though about some ultimate goal of you're going to have a Dyson sphere. It's it's just increasingly more difficult upgrades that require you to to do something like one of them was like not even store a bunch of these but to make these little little slices of what look like a corner slice of uh watermelon so it was a green corner slice of a round one and then a and then a red on top of it it had the effect of looking like a little watermelon slice and I had to get those up to eight seconds per or sorry eight per second into the into the goal unit thing. There's only one in the whole map. It's basically just, you dump everything in there. And I had the hardest time getting it. I'm like, all right, I'm at 5.2 per second. How can I maximize this? What can I do? And it really challenged my brain, the way I think my logic stuff that I think is just good stuff to always, you know, always be challenging in your Mm -hmm. own head. And games are good at doing that. Um, as a result, I have figured out a lot of really efficient things to do. I've also unlocked parts that help me do that, uh, and I'm really having fun, man. It's so much fun, and I and it's the nice thing about it is I can um, play it on my Mac during a meeting, <laughs> and I can play it on my PC when there I want to play it. it there, <laughs> there it We've is.
1: We've identified it. Right I wish there.
0: so. The, I have the iPad version as well because why not? I just wanted to see. It was only five bucks, and um, it's very good however mouse and keyboard are really key here because there's a lot of like hit R to rotate and hit E to do this and hit tab to do that and a lot of things that shortcut keys are going to really help you be fast with versus the touchscreen. and that's my only real complaint is they haven't figured out a way to make a good controller setup for, for Steam Deck it plays there but you got to use the pad and a click to do everything like a mouse and it's fine it's just not preferable I'm sure some people like it I don't know you can play Factorio that way too so you know whatever uh Don't let its simpleness freak you out. Like, looking at it, you might go, well, it's just, you know, flat and 2D or whatever. The sequel is all 3D. Same
1: pickup line I used (laughs) on my wife when I was describing myself. And it worked perfectly.
0: worked perfectly. Um, But all of the mechanics are there that you would want. And so once you get to a certain point, you just realize, oh, my gosh, this game, this is all I want to play right now. And it's really kind of screwed up my gaming schedule. I love it. I love this game uh anyway i may stream some of it now that i feel confident in the shit i'm building because prior to (laughs) i was doing a lot of spaghetti in the early days it didn't look good (laughs) but i'm so look i'm on their discord now i'm asking all the time about beta access oh my
1: gosh you joined a discord i know Not super in and i
0: never do that i never care that much
1: not this in on like world of warcraft
0: yeah no i look well i am on a couple of those but i don't I, I I immediately wanted to do that. They have a build up there if you join their Discord, but it's old. To get the new one, you support their Patreon. I'm this close to doing it because I just want to get into that beta for two. And two just looks like, hey, what if this game had a third dimension? And that it looks wonderful, but they've kept the the styling and the the little shapes of are there. They're just discs now. You know, with some depth and and there's a whole bunch of thinking now where you do stacking differently. There's trains in the new one. Like, there's stuff I want to see in that new one. But I'm very happy to be playing this till that's done. I guess February, there'll be a proper uh, demo out, which probably means by April or something, that game's ready. And I am very interested. Um, but for now, Shapes is owning me. I think even without the sale, it's only 10 bucks here in the U.S. It is 100% worth it if you like automation games.
2: Oh, and- I... So I see this game has upgrade paths. What do you mean? So, so like, not only are you just building shit, but you're just progression mechanics in this game, right? Oh, yeah, like big you, time.
0: Yeah. You're not just yeah. building like, like sandbox. Yeah. There are goals, and those goals are very specific. And at first they seem easy, but later on you're like, how am I going to get those three shapes together? How, hmm. where, where even is that shape? like in this map where is this thing and then yeah, eventually no, i just
2: zoomed it. out the map too it's in, like it's infinite like there's just shapes all over the place and you got to make factory floor okay it's amazing i will i will get back to doing the show here guys but i just needed to try it it's an amazing I game i love it, it so much
0: all right i yeah. also did something weird um i played <laughs> so sometimes i just i don't know i don't have to explain myself i got in a mood <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I try okay. to, I, I try to, you know, make uh, explain this sort of stuff. I don't know why I feel like I have to do that. I'm not. Gonna
1: well, people, it. God, people do. I like don't the, answer to you, Johnson. That's right. Damn it. Every, you know, we, we're a
2: popular show. Everyone has favorite games, and I think I've been seeing it a lot lately. People, mm-hmm. especially, they're picking on Scott a little bit and riding him for his choice of games, and you do need to chill out maybe a little bit. Yeah. Just let I, him, let yeah, let play me play what, what I want to
0: play, because my moods swing. I admit they swing pretty far sometimes, but um, I realized the other day that I, when I bought the PC version of uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, I never beat it, and I wanted to. I meant to. That was my goal. I was like, man, I got this on PC now. It's going to look beautiful. Let's beat this game, and I never did. I got pretty far, but I didn't beat it, and so I... Uh, just got a hankering for it. I think that's an amazing game. So I downloaded it, installed it. Oh, what inspired this is I saw news that um, Forbidden West, the sequel, is coming to Steam sometime in 2024.
1: Oh, shit. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, nice. It's on the nice. That's store. awesome.
0: Yeah. So I saw that and went, oh, well, then I, I'm going to be like, John, I'm going to want to finish that one before I do a sequel. Come on now.
2: So, oh, does that mean the VR one's going to come too to Steam VR? Please? It might, yes. It might well do. Who knows?
0: I'll bet they do because they need to recoup on they. They haven't sold enough PSVR twos to yeah. just. And bet. the
2: game's well regarded, so they could make some sales. Yeah. So anyway, I I
0: fired this up again. Turns out it is a excellent Steam Deck game, so perfect for being on the road or in bed or whatever. Uh, plays amazing on the PC as well, and um, that game's great, dude. There's a lot of cool shit in there. There's some goofy stuff too, which I also like. I forgot that they set the whole first game basically in my backyard. There's like, you know, Bryce Utah's in this thing. There's a big old base in Bryce, Utah of all places. Bryce, Bryce Canyon. Um, They shrink it a little bit, but like the the area between us and Vegas is in this game and stuff like that. It's really weird. But, and the the sequel has a lot of that too. But the point is like, I just have an affinity for it. I've always liked this game. And, um, and just getting back to it feels real good. So I'm playing that. So I played Shapes and that. Those are the two All games right. I played. Two very Pretty different games. Pretty this Christmas week. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I did. And then I started Pizza Tower, but I don't have anything to say about it yet. I oh, you picked up
2: Pizza Tower. Okay. I'm I interested. did. Next week, I guess. A lot of people were fle- freaking out
0: about how, uh, you know, the old Wario games, like Wario World 3 and 4 and that. Anyway, mm-hmm. the word is that this is like spiritual successor to those. Nintendo doesn't really make those anymore and that it supersedes it like beats like is better than those things and i used to think those games are great so i took everybody's advice grabbed it on sale it was 15 bucks and it's uh installed that's all i've done so i'll let people know next week what i think of it it looks neat though uh let's flip it over to john john you played a game and beat a game today or this week
1: played and beat a game already starting the year off right um so in Discord, uh, we had um, a user in there, uh, just kind of casual. I think a video got posted of, you know, these are the, the big games of 2023 that didn't get enough attention. And uh, someone responded and said, oh, Slay the Princess was really great. And I had seen it and it stood out because of its very unique look. But I never played it, and I never really looked too far into it. And just seeing that one little recommendation in Discord, I went, let me take a look at it seriously. I read the description of it, and it sounded uh, interesting and compelling. And I thought, well, I'm going to give this a try. And so I, on stream, just said, all right, let's look at it. Let's see if it's interesting. And I was immediately into this thing. Um, I have heard the shorthand description of this being Doki Doki Literature Club meets uh, The Stanley Parable. Whoa. Both of those games I love. Wow. And so I think that that doesn't necessarily get you exactly what this game is, but it certainly puts you on the right path, uh, mindset wise. Hmm. It is a narrative, kind of visual novel style game where you have a lot of freedom of choice, um, but it is telling a seemingly simple story that begins to unravel and become more and more complicated as it goes. Uh, essentially the, the idea behind it is you are a hero. You need to go kill a princess that is chained in the basement of a cabin or the world will end. Wow. That is the, that is the premise. You gotta kill what? What Sorry, you, I missed the word princess. You have to slay a princess to, to save the world. Like the title, to save yeah. the world,
0: yeah. not yes. save the princess. Like usual, slay her. No. Okay. Play her. All right.
1: Let me tell you, you can get that wrong. <laughs> I, I did while I was playing. Yeah. <laughs> you can sometimes click the wrong thing as it turns out. Mm. um, It, it was awesome. I, I played it for a, a lot longer on my stream than I intended to. And then the next morning, it was the first thing I booted up and I thought, let's power through this and see what all we can see. And I'll say this, like I'm, I, I'm in that, It's that awkward part where you play a game that just, the less you know about it, the better. I Overall, I think. But even with all, and I checked, I did do some looking up after I had beaten the game. How much have I beaten the game? Because the game does mess with you a little bit. So it's worth noting, like, hey, did I get an actual ending? Um but even trying to protect people from spoilers, this game is surprisingly deep. So this is a a visual novel and a uh, just kind of an interactive story. I did beat it. I did see the uh, one of the endings, um, and I have twenty three out of ninety seven achievements.
0: Damn!
1: Which There's tells a lot more you how much variance is in the game yeah. because you get an achievement basically for choices decisions endings outcomes things like that along the way so i saw a complete story there were credits and there's even they tell you like hey if you want to see this is they call it our song and that is showing you the key moments that you experienced in your playthrough but that is unique to your playthrough somebody else who gets to the end even if they see the same ending as you may not have walked the same path Mm. and um, with the fact that I got that few achievements compared to that many total tells me that I could go through this game again, and I would get wildly different results depending on what I chose to do.
0: Sounds like something you may want to do based on your experience. You had a good time. I
1: might. I might. It was. And and the other crazy thing that it did is it has all that variance, all the all that decision making, and all of that, and the ending I got. Felt satisfying and true. And hmm. usually when there's that much variance, it's hard to land that. You know, like Baldur's Gate 3, game of the year, suffered from that a little bit for me. I got to this ending and I went, you know what? I'm completely satisfied with the story and the ending that I got.
0: Wow. Absolutely. Wow. That's a rare thing, I think. Uh, this is written on the Ren Pie engine. Bo, you should you should make us a game, a visual novel on the Ren Pi engine
2: ren pie It's and, free. Yeah, It's a free, very popular... Oh, it's just like a whole Renpy, pi a vin pie visual novel.
0: Kind of like RPG oh. Maker or uh, you know, except in this case it's for narrative uh, visual novel type games. But, but
2: you know, like, it, the drawing part being the most challenging thing for me, although we have artists so do we want to write a story? and just <laughs> Let's have do a, it.
0: I want John to be I, romantic. I know
1: Scottson!
0: You know, like. sl- slay the Jagger, we'll call it. Oh no. Yeah, no. we're just going to lift the whole idea. Uh, this seems the whole
1: concept.
3: This
0: <laughs> seems neat though. There were a lot of these kinds of games this year that just got overlooked. Nobody talked about them, but everyone who played them loved them. I'm so glad you're bringing one to the table.
1: Yeah, I highly recommend it to both of you. I know Bo told uh, told me he already had it. He just hasn't played it yet. Scott, a lot of people I know told you to play Doki Doki Literature. Yes, they but,
0: did. Yeah. And
1: I told you that I, as much as I would love to see you play that game. I didn't think it was for you because I didn't think you had the patience to get through the anime BS to see the parts that everybody is saying you need to play it for. Right. This game is the perfect alternative to that. Okay. This is Doki Doki Literature Club without a lot of the stuff that would make you annoyed. It kind of gets right to it. These reviews are
0: some glowing, man. These people like this game
1: it's very good it's very interesting and even going in going all right this this game's going to probably try and pull some business on me i still was just like what is this why is this like this why what is this like it was compelling and interesting i did get um eventually there were certain elements where i was like okay i'm reading faster than they're speaking so there was some clicking through but uh, Oh, I read and was gripped through the entire thing.
0: Oh, I was going to ask, the whole thing's voiced then? Like all the parts? Uh, and-
1: yeah, it's 100%. Well, no, it's not 100% voiced. It is almost 100% voiced. If there isn't voiced, there's usually a reason.
0: Huh. Interesting. Well, these are like people to watch, man. This looks interesting to me.
1: All right. I'll take your
0: uh, thing. It was on sale today, but now it's not because the sale ended, but I may still grab it. That stupid sale. I thought I was going to go till midnight tonight. I held off on a few things. <laughs> I thought oh, I was Nope. Yeah, it's not happening. Uh all right, tell us more about your other games. Red Dead Redemption 2. Boy, that's a that's a big game. You playing that again? Yeah.
1: I guess, so I got it maybe even a year ago. Uh there was a Steam sale where Red Dead Redemption was like $4 not long ago. Yeah. And I bought it. And it has to launch through Rockstar's social club or whatever. And there is a weird glitch that I could not resolve where my Steam account is linked to a different Rockstar account. And my social club account is linked to a different email. And I could not get the two to work in tandem. And I couldn't launch the game off of Steam. Ugh. Like, period. And I had to just refund the game. Like, All right, I'll get my $4 back or whatever it is. Right. Uh, I really want to play it on PC. So I looked at Epic, and they had their holiday coupon. Mm -hmm. And I had, you know, Epic's been doing a thing where they give you, like, Epic credit or something like that. Like, they actually just give you money for playing games on their platform now, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I've been getting, like, money (laughs) that I can spend in their store by playing Fortnite, I think, is where it's coming from. I think from. that is
0: true, but I don't know how, like you, I don't know how people are actually doing it or what you have to do and, to earn money.
1: I but don't know how it works, but I've been getting it. Yeah. And so the end result is it was a lot more than 4 bucks on Epic, but I got it for free. Hmm. Uh, so I just picked up Red Dead Redemption 2 for free on Epic. That launched because it didn't want to tie into Steam. I just used my email account for it, so it synced up just fine. Um, and was launchable, and uh, I was just very quickly reminded what a wonderful, different video game this is. And for whatever reason, this is the time of year I always want to play this game. It could be that it starts in that very snowy setting, so mm-hmm. I just think of it as like a winter game mm-hmm. because it starts so tied to like snow and cold and all of that, even though I think it's like May (laughs) starts timeline wise. (laughs) But I always but also the pacing of the game like this is a game that is so slow paced. I think most of the people who don't like this game or bounced off of this game did so because of the pacing of this game. This game is in no rush for anything. No, like you want to do something, walk over there and do it. Yeah. And it's going to take a while. And you're not supposed to rush through any of it. It's supposed to just slow you down. And it's jarring and it's hard to get used to. But once you kind of immerse yourself in it, it's still an experience kind of unlike any other video game out there. Yeah. Like it still stands, I would say, almost landmark above many other video games. Um, If you can, again, if you can tolerate it, some mm-hmm. people are like, I can't, I can't do it. I can't go through all of this every time I want to skin an animal and haul it back to camp and all of that. Like, I just can't do this stuff. Yeah. But I, it looks beautiful. It plays. It plays great. I like the controls in Red Dead Take some getting used to because it does not play like typical games again because you're doing things very differently than most video games would have you do them but um, it just felt really cool to get back to that world again and and be back in it. I'm juggling a lot of role-playing games right now, so I don't know how long it's going to take me to get through this already insanely long game, but I think it's going to be something that I keep checking in at regular intervals on because I'm I'm just wanting to get back into it. Oh, you're making me want to play it. It's the one
0: version of their online that I really wanted to do, and I never really got into it, but to start like a... I don't know, an outlaw gang with friends online <laughs> in that game always sounded like the ultimate fantasy. And I just never I never pushed for it. But um, you're making me want to play it again. So nice job.
1: It's good. It's I mean, it's just it's a weird like I describe it like a blanket almost like it's just something you wrap yourself in. Yeah. It is not a game you play. Is not that it's not fast enough? It's not paced quickly enough for that. You don't sit down and go. I'm gonna just casually play some Red Dead Redemption Two right now. Yeah, it is a a world. It's almost like a almost like a role playing game. A little it's bit. Almost like no, yeah. put yourself in Wild West D and D, and then go start rolling your dice to see you know what you do. Um, is, is how it feels a little bit more like it's it's just so strange.
0: Yeah, I love this game, too. So, you will get no argument from me. I just need to get back. And I'm pretty far. Like, I should just finish that game. What am I doing in I Forbidden will West? will
1: never remember how to play the game. The controls <laughs> in this game are so weird. Yeah. Like, that's the other thing, is the game is insanely long. Yeah. But if you take too long of a break and you forget how to play this game, good luck. Mm. Because... Every button you think does something does something else.
2: Yeah. Oh, uh, I had that feeling with Assassin's Creed whenever I play it with controller. Yeah.
0: I don't know why more well, like even even if you play GTA 5, its closest cousin, it doesn't share a lot of controller ideas with yeah. with GTA even. So you're not wrong. It's like this game is so like deliberate in everything it's decided to do. That I know why it puts some people off. It's just so deliberate about those things, and is like, like oh, if you, you don't want like to it.
1: have a conversation with someone, first you have to opt into it. The game gives you the freedom to just not talk to anybody and almost be a silent protagonist. Yeah. In 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 game, like he right. will talk in cutscenes and stuff, but if you want to talk to someone, you have to hold left trigger to target them, and then choose a dialogue option from some button presses that will (laughs) pop up. And usually you're also pressing a button to control your horse at the same time. (laughs) Right. It is, it is absolutely bizarre, but there's a reason for it. There's a reasoning behind it. Whether you agree with it or not is, you know, it's your own journey. I'm not going to tell you, but it is so mind bogglingly weird. I've never, like, gone back to a game for, like, the fourth time, which is what I think this would be for me, and been like, I gotta read these tutorials, because if I miss one, I'm screwed. I'll never remember how to do this ever again. Yeah,
0: some of that stuff you can remap, but some of it you can't. Like, straight up, that's just the way it is. It's like Dark Souls thinking for a non-Dark Souls game in a weird way. It's hard hard to explain. It's almost like you want to tell people, oh, you don't like it, get good, even though I don't want to tell people
1: that. Yeah, I mean, like, even the horse riding, like...
0: Oh, the rhythm thing made, and all that? They, oh, man. I forgot. They made
1: horse riding, because, like, most games, they just, you get on a horse, and now you control the horse, essentially, right? Right. And maybe you can press a button to go, yeah, and make the horse go faster, but you're controlling the horse. This game makes it feel like you are controlling the man who is controlling the horse. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's an extra layer to it, and you're just—it's just boggling. It's—it's it's weird, but it's good.
0: Yeah, it's good. I think you're—I think that's everything you said is correct. And I now I want to go play it again, and I can't play two big open world games at once. So I'm looking at Aloy, thinking, "Listen,
1: no, buddy, no, no, you got—you got to play." You gotta all right, I'll—you I'll, you know what? Sad. I'll stick with
0: that for now, and then I'll wait. And Jocelyn then
1: Jocelyn will find out that you did that, and she'll come
0: at. I know, dude. She's beat that first game like three times over, or something. And the second one, at least twice. So, yeah, she's a fan. Uh, awesome. Uh, I wish you wouldn't have. Now I, got, I really do want to play it. I'm not going to, though. Uh, Stacklands, <laughs> a game that both Bo and I love and have been uh, praising on and off for quite a while. You played Stacklands. What would you think?
1: Yeah, this was another pickup during my buy games that are cheaper on Steam. Uh, you guys talked a lot about it, so I'm not going to go too far into it, uh, suffice to say. Uh, You were not wrong about it. It is absolutely charming. It's fun to get into. They present very easy objectives that are simple to understand. And uh, the game doesn't give you much of a tutorial. It really just gives you quests and you learn how to play the game through doing those quests. Um, But it's just charming. It's just really, really neat what they do with a little card game, um, turning it into this you know, village management game. And uh I, I absolutely love it. So consider that three for three for a core recommendation for stacklands. Like yeah. this game is just very cool. There's
0: a sci-fi variant that someone made. I don't know if it's the same guy. It's called um let's see if I can find the name. This might be worth grabbing. Um oh what's it called? Shoot. I can't find it, but there's like a version of this that's like, "Hey, you're in space and I, you're."
2: Collecting. I believe you, because I think I've seen it, but I don't remember it at all either.
0: Yeah, it's so similar that I just have to think it's the same guy, but I could be wrong.
1: I don't think. I think we looked it up last time. Someone talked about Stacklands. I don't think it is. Uh, crap! I, I think cannot. we were surprised by all of that.
0: Maybe they spooked yeah, it.
1: It's through. it's a charming, fun little. Hard game slash village management game. Yeah. Um, and then I do have a few other quick games just to mention that I'm spending some time with. So uh, I spent a little chunk of time talking about Yakuza Like a Dragon. Infinite Wealth comes out this month. I want to have beaten Like a Dragon by the time I get there. So I am playing it in earnest and really enjoying it. Um, I am also, I took a couple runs at Honor Mode in Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, they have so far all ended in spectacular failure. Um, <laughs> it turns out honor mode is really hard. Whether it is the game beating me down, um, I, like it's always a stupid mistake. So character one ended because uh, I had drank a potion of Detect Thoughts. And, uh, I got my first prompt and I was like, well, I don't want that potion to go to waste. I'll use it. I rolled bad. They realized I was using magic on them and the entire tiefling camp immediately turned on me and killed me. Oh shit. Uh, run number two, uh, was ended because, uh, the first, I think it was five rolls of the game were all failures and I got mad and deleted my character. Um, (laughs) oh, wow. Run number three ended. It's just too many failures. Uh, run number three ended because I was overconfident in a place i had already been, and I set off a trap that I didn't think was active, and uh, it set Ooh. off more traps, and everybody died.
0: Yeah. You, got, you uh, gotta play that game. Num- you gotta play that game the way Red Dead Two makes you play. You know. <laughs> and you just-
1: run number four ended because uh, things hadn't been going well to begin with, but I went to get Gale. And I was like, all right, let's get Gale out of here. Let's examine and see if we can disable this. Natural one. Oh. Okay, fine. Let's use dexterity to pull him out. And they want you to get him. Like, the difficulty for getting him out is like a seven or a five or something. Right. Natural one. <laughs> I went, well, let me use my inspiration. I'm not kidding. Natural one. Oh, Three natural, yeah. natural run, ones in a row. Gale's gone, not gonna be in my game, and I went, well, screw this. <laughs> it's deleted another character. <laughs> oh my
0: gosh, oh, dude, no. that's crazy. So uh,
1: I, I was just
0: three was natural just like, ones in a row. That's like yeah, you get the worst luck on the planet. And
2: wait, so you you stopped that save? You just you. Yep. Is this went, your this is your honor mode business? Is, that
1: was my honor. Yeah. So, so how many times yeah. have you four done now. it? Four times. I've yeah. done it four times. I have a fifth one going. It's going fine. <laughs> but you gave up on that just because Gail left? <laughs> well, well, I was mad. I like Gail. I think, <laughs> think Gail's a mad. great character, you guys. I think yeah, Gail is a fine character. I think you, he's criminally underrated. Most mm. people make fun of him, but he has some of the funniest lines in this entire but game. But it's
2: like hardcore. Don't you got to let it ride even if your favorite characters leave or.
1: It depends, I think, on what your goal is. If your goal is to have a unique experience, then yes, I think you let it ride. But mm-hmm. I got the problem is somewhere along the way, I got in the mindset of I wasn't playing this for a new experience. I was playing this to unlock the golden dice at the end. Uh, and
2: yeah.
1: then I was like. I, mean, I
2: gotta do this. I gotta It's gonna take this. you a really long time every time a decision happens you don't like. That's double honor mode. That's like double honor, but you're doubling not, the amount of honor.
1: Not making my life any easier. I like I don't mind if it's a hard encounter that kills me and it's like, oh but a hard encounter killed me, but getting like Ones and back to back to back just felt mean, and I was just like, "Well, this is a cur- Like I'm a person that if a dice rolls bad enough times, that dice gets thrown away. Yeah. So um, if if my game is if this character is only capable of ones, then the character gets thrown away.
0: So because because you're, it's not that you're you're not. I wouldn't call you uh, what's the word? I'm superstitious. Okay, I don't think John is superstitious, <laughs> except in this case. <laughs> except this one thing. Yeah, but I get That's it though. In. It's like if you're just going to roll one after one after like if I rolled three natural ones, I'd probably
2: I don't know what I'd Like do. what are we doing? I'd here? let it ride. Yeah. I'd let it ride. I mean, I had plans for Sterian and I stabbed him in the face like right at the top, you know. I'm like I'm still working on that save file.
0: Yeah, yeah. But, well, you're, you're you know, have honor.
2: You're, 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 it's you're just—it's just, not honor. It's not an honor thing. It's not compliment me. It's just the game's long enough as it is. That's the problem. It's long enough as it is to be volunteering restarts. It seems <laughs> like a bad well, idea. Well, so I think
1: starting. I did eventually get to a point with it where I went, "Okay, let's think about this." We are on hour two or three. Of you're pretty early. You're an pretty insane early. run you have got to start letting this go because the odds of me getting through this without anything else going wrong is very slim. Mm. I have to be ready for this. And I think what I ultimately landed on, and I think this is why I stopped playing Baldur's Gate three, honestly, is I couldn't decide, do I want to beat honor mode or do I want to play Baldur's Gate three again?
2: Uh, Oh yeah. I see what you're saying because you can't enjoy honor mode the same way as just another playthrough. No, it's not the same.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And because I couldn't decide which one of those I wanted to do, I went, oh, I'll go play Red Dead. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I I just, I I haven't landed on where that's going to ultimately be. That makes me Um, laugh. but yeah, I'm also continuing to play Sea of Stars. A lot of that has been on stream. Um, really liking that game. I got to the Pirates, the incredibly self-aware The Pirates, RPG dude. Pirates.
0: The Pirates are great. <laughs> they are the most piratey of pirates of all pirate time. Those Pirates. They're ridiculous. I,
1: I really like them, especially because they know all the video game RPG tropes. Yeah. And it's like... It's kind of the first time that the game... I mean, the game did a blatant nod to Chrono Trigger where literally they took the exact dialogue from Chrono Trigger. But the the pirates were the first time where it felt like they almost broke the fourth wall where they were like, ah, yes, you're going to deny our request at first because you think uh, you want to seem you know, heroic, but we all know you're going to do it in the end, so you might as well just come and and... Give in and do it and we'll be waiting at the bar for when you do. Sure. Um, but they make overt references to like, I think they specifically call out an exact scenario from final fantasy two. Um, uh, or maybe even four, like they and they just pretend like that's something that has happened to them. Yeah, so yeah. they're really self-aware, and it, it did remind me that you were a big fan of the animated GIF of that dude with his shirt off. Yeah,
0: the muscle kid or the muscle pirate.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I was like, oh yeah, this is the NPC Scott really liked because I saw him posting it all the time. I didn't Yeah, know he where was, it
0: was he from. was great. Um, and I think I saw. Well, I liked the whole the, all the pirate stuff. I actually really enjoyed. You must be getting... Yeah. Uh, I'm still a little ways past all this, but you're, you're about where I was when I, when I paused. I got to get back to it. That game yeah. rocks. game's great.
1: It's really good. Yeah,
0: it's really, really uh, good.
1: And much to my surprise, and the surprise of everybody around me, it seems, I am back trying to beat Final Fantasy X.
0: Oh, my gosh. Return of the King, oh, dude. Oh, shit.
1: Return of the Mac. Yeah. So I'm trying. I had a real rough... Uh, start to it turns out walking away for months and months there's a little ring rust when we got back in there and Mm. started uh, started going again but i feel like i've hit a good flow i'm enjoying it um i'm i'm taking it in i'm not as frustrated as i was uh i stopped at a really bad spot to come back to because it's a big like uptick in difficulty in addition to the fact that you get struck by lightning frequently, if you're not doing things right. Um, And it was just a bad chunk of the game to come to have to come back to and relearn the game at. And uh, we got through that. Now we're just continuing to make progress and get through the game. But uh, I'm having, I'm having more fun with it. stuff's a lot more
0: fun to do and a lot more easier going down when you uh, do it on stream. I found like, when you hit it, when you come back to a game, you've forgotten mechanics, you don't know where you were. the story' not exactly clear to you where you left. all that kind of stuff. If you have everybody in there kind of along for the ride for some reason, that stuff's so much easier to do on stream.
1: Well, to a degree, but I will say like one of the first comments I got when I posted the YouTube vod of me pl- me coming back. they were like, you know, I feel like a lot of your problems would be solved if you'd actually spend more than thirty seconds looking at the sphere grid. And it's like, well, yes, but when you're streaming, looking at the sphere grid doesn't exactly make for a compelling stream. So I try Mm. to minimize it. Good point. And yes, that was part of my problem. My characters were under leveled because I wasn't spending enough time doing it. But like people don't always seem to appreciate what trying to keep things moving and entertaining does in an RPG setting. It doesn't exactly they aren't conducive. Um that's true. So it is a hard balancing act at times. I know. Woe is me. Playing video games is hard, but like it it is one of those things where, yeah, I, I it's true, they weren't wrong. Like I had to level up my dudes, but it's also not the sphere system is cool is not the most exciting thing to figure out or watch someone figure out. Well, sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. Sir
0: Whiskey Jack in the chat says, yes, the best combat system. Agree or disagree? What do you think?
1: Uh, It is really good. I think the encounters are too long. Um, It takes a little too long to go through it, but the combat system is really good. There are ways to fix it. It could be fixed into easily the best Final Fantasy combat system ever. There's problems with it but um it's very good. Okay. It's probably it's it's right up there. Like right the up. fact that you can just sw- swap out any of your party members at any time is super cool. Uh, it's something very unique and I think it's it's really Yeah,
0: it reminds me of those nice tag touch. tag team fighting game stuff when you get to tag people yeah. in and out. I like that.
1: Well, plus you don't always have to look for like dumb reasons why people can't adventure with you. Like I, as much as I love Baldur's Gate 3, You get to the point where you rescue Lizelle, and uh, she's like, I will come with you. And you're like, all right, come along. And she goes, you're full up. Send back one of your weakest party members. And it's like, why? What do you mean? What do you mean I'm full up? According to who? Like, we all accept it because we know the game has said this is the party limit restriction. but." in no world are you only allowed to bring a couple of your friends on a journey like this and they don't give any reason for it. Um, So I think having a system where you can switch people out and in, it kind of, it resolves that problem of contrivance, you know, like chrono trigger. Oh, you can't, you can't time travel with more than four people.
0: I always hated that. or,
1: Or things get weird or, you know, like they, there's either a story reason or it's arbitrary or whatever. Like, it's kind of nice to have a game be like, no, the whole party's there. They can all participate.
0: That could be, that would be fun. I'm just trying to think what that would do to the combat, but I would love that in BG3. Take everybody with you. Freaking
2: have Withers in there, if you need them, whatever. I I think there's a, there's a mod. I don't know if they're all in your party, but they're all in dialogue or something like that. Yeah.
1: I think I remember somebody recommending that, like where you could, like, you didn't have to have them in your party, but you could use them for looting chests or something like that.
2: Hmm. I like yeah, that. I th- I th- there might even be a mod to have the whole party out in combat, too, though.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, Azix in the chat. There's uh, a mod that yeah. removes the party restriction. Yeah.
2: I never say
0: yeah. his name right, Azixa. I always feel bad.
2: And and and, and always, uh, <laughs> that it's a feature in a lot of the other D&D games. Like, it's funny that Larian put the four-player cap on, because, like, one and two, I don't think, had party restrictions. Mm-hmm. Like, Icewind Dale. Like, all those kinds of games, I think you could have, like, eight people in your party. Yeah. You know, like real D&D. Like, it this there's no arbitrary cap on how many people you can have.
0: I was actually going to ask that. Is there? I've never been in a game where there was a cap of any kind. But is there a hard cap, or a soft cap, or anything for D and D? Like a recommended? Don't go more than ten people. No. Or? You
2: can have. You can play D and D with hundred people if you want. Wow. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's
1: it's practicality <laughs> you that keeps. Probably it, don't want to. But. Yeah, you don't want. It's wanna.
2: Practicality that keeps it at the size, but there's technically no cap, hmm. no minimum. Interesting. Think about
1: could, how long a combat turn took to come back to you with four people. It was a lot. Now yeah. now imagine it with 25. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and that's 25 maybe. 25 men in D&D. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if I had to guess why they did it the way they did it, it's for that reason. Five is a reasonable number, but also swapping in and out shouldn't change that. Swapping a character in and having them do the, the turn. That's no different yeah, so, than if so you had I the think other maybe
2: gun. if there's 25 players, then you need, like, one DM and four sub-DMs mm. to help, you know... Like one DM per table of five, and then all communicating with the master. Oh my DM. gosh! This sounds like and the master shapes. DM is like bingo. I'm on the microphone in front of everybody. Going. It's, it's <laughs> actually
0: all you had to do was say that and rhyme me of shapes again, because that makes me think. Well, Nate, I need blue from three sources, so let's have this thing be in charge of the. That's it, all I, I had to say was sub DMs, and I think of shapes again. What the frick? Oh. I game. also want to
1: give a <laughs> shout out to. Uh, Great name, Dirtbox Fingers in the chat, who said, hard enough to get three people on a bloody Thursday. Yeah, imagine the scheduling conflicts of 25 people. Yeah, it's too. hard,
0: man.
2: Yeah,
1: like, but it's, <laughs> the, it's
2: the it's the raid policies, as I've been raiding, and wow, I, I'm starting to get, you know, this conversation, about what if we win at eight, what if we win at seven? And I'm just like, I'm the streamer, I say seven, this is what has happened, show or don't, I don't care. <laughs> like that, you know, so as a DM, it, you know, maybe when you have that many people, it's like, it's eight p.m. on Saturday. Show up or don't. The train leave, leaves without you. I no, like the honest.
0: subtle jab from Claire in the chat. "Quote: Now that now, what happens if I do thunder wave next to everyone?" Unquote. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Okay. yeah you can start a bar fight, Claire.
0: Yeah, we know how what happens. <laughs> We've been
2: there. <laughs> Just, maybe a bunch of people like you thunder wave my guy and killed my character I've had for four years, and then the beer bottles get smashed. And
0: you know. yeah, then there's a fight, and then the DM has a different story to tell. That's how it works. Yeah.
2: Well, he just goes ah what i intended all along
0: <laughs> yeah speaking of intending things um, uh, my obsession with shapes is nothing compared to Bo's obsession with the nearly 20 year old game called world of warcraft specifically <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm,
2: I'm now the new host of the mini instance here on core the, the instance section as i spend my entire week playing world of warcraft yeah i've been playing a lot you guys i i, I I put it in kind of maybe a more graphic way than I intended last week, but it's still true this week. Firm grip on the old Yoinker. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's I'm having fun. It's, I'm having fun. I, I I think Yakuza will peel me off finally, but um I will echo what a lot of people in the guild have said is we got a good bunch of good bunch of lads in the guild. I think the I think that makes a that's huge what keeps difference me coming back. Yeah. I, do you,
0: are you listeners. surprised though because your original plan was like oh i'm gonna cut out a couple hours every saturday and that'll be the day i play wow and but yeah, that's
2: core community day let's go raid but yeah not anymore you get you get kind of wrapped up like well when we first did the raid Kellos kicked our ass and i was like okay i'm gonna go and like farm some prebis items for the raid like i'm gonna i'm gonna gear up and there's there's little things you can do i did some pvp get my necklace you know and my trinket you know go do this quest chain Save up some money for a room. There's just all kinds of activities. And uh, so the net result is at this point, I'm fully raid geared now pretty much. I have, I still have items I can get, but like I'm an all blues. And I have the epic purple sword and I got the epic breastplate for the warrior. Nice. Um, so yeah, I'm... I feel like a big baller in the video game. I sport my sword around and go, like, look at this bad boy. You wish you had this bad boy. <laughs> and I <laughs> hit people in PvP for, like, 500 damage. It's it's awesome. Yeah, you're EP-ing. Um, your EPing is on point. I mean, I'm just, like, I'm inve- at that point, you get invested. You're like, I've worked hard. We've organized these raids. Everyone's worked hard, really, to get the gear that I have. Like, I've been supported by uh, the, the, the listeners who play. So, it feels good. And uh, it feels so good that I now have a, a hunter. At level 25 that I've started raiding with, so uh, I'm not just raiding on the warrior, I'm raiding on the hunter, and I got the most adorable... I-, I see why you like playing Gurp and playing hunter. Mm-hmm. This is the first role. time I've been like... I played a mage, and I was like, this is shit. Mage <laughs> suck. So I was like... And I went to hunter, and I'm like, oh, goddamn. Everything... Life is easy as a hunter. You get extra move speed. Your pet like fights stuff for you while you're skinning and doing other shit. I that's why all the people hate hunters yeah. and because they're playing they're better. a better game that, yeah. they're playing a better game than the rest of the classes basically yeah i played so, a
0: better version of wow 1 to 60 yes. and then all the way to this new level and all the everything all the level squishes i was playing a better game of wow
2: Everyone yeah, else. and and that's certainly how it feels in classic. I can walk around fast. I, I I everything's easy to kill. It took me no time at all to level. It's almost an argument, Scott, for you to try classic because at least Hunter takes like two seconds to level. Yeah. Well, that's
0: back not when two we seconds, took the most but shit. it's a lot less. We took the most shit uh, back then, so I'm not surprised to hear you say that. It still
2: happens now. Like yeah. I still see that kind of chatter, and I'm just like, you guys. Oh, are you jealous. all deserved
1: it. You all did. Yeah. You all earned it. Whether it was stealing rogue gear or your pet causing wipes or yeah, says, you know, like, says look, the class. The hunter that, was oh, almost I got a story universally the problem.
2: I got a story about that because I'm still new to pet it, pet hunting and I'm using the control commands. Yeah. So we're we're in SFK and you know those hallways are narrow shadow Fan Keep. Yeah. And I guess I misclicked because I sent my boar in to charge, but I think I clicked something three rooms beyond it and I pulled like. I pulled like 50 yards into the hallway and I was like oh did I do that? Wow. <laughs> Everyone's like yes you did that and I'm like I'm sorry yep. wiped everybody. Congratulations a times. you're a
1: true hunter. You're I like found the precise
2: pixel hunter. that was highlighting someone three rooms away I don't know how I managed to do it but it was hilarious.
0: It happens and the thing yeah. is like John says this but it's the rogues that are skipping trash that are like hanging out in the back like they've got hey, their own me shitty. hiding
1: from trash doesn't kill the raid team. It's just... Slightly, it makes everybody a little more cautious. Yeah, that's. It.
2: <laughs> it. I will say, like, as fun as and great as the hunter uh, hunter is, it does feel bad when you derp on them because it causes the most epic derps. Like oh, if time. you're gonna yeah. if you're gonna screw everybody in your party, it's gonna be the hunter doing it by accident. And it does feel bad. I
0: don't remember but, what expansion it was, but there was a raid where there was a giant snake uh, it, that you had to take as the first boss, and the snake yeah. was under. Oh, this is a raid. I don't remember what raid it was. But there was a snake. The snake, the model of the snake laid under all the land and was clickable yeah. by me. Or anyone ranged, really. But because he was clickable, <laughs> clickable by me, a single right click meant I would either fire on him but if I was turned the other way, my pet would go because he would automatically aggro. And <laughs> yeah. so, even in a more modern setting, I was setting that shit off every other week, and it was pissing, you know. I, <laughs> oh man!
3: Because
0: you get clicky I, and fidgety it, before we do the countdown. It's like, hurry yeah, up! I want to yeah. play.
2: I mean, accidental clicks happen, but the problem is, no one has a pet that'll just go and you know chase whatever you click on. Yeah. Like, it's hard. Life's yeah. hard for us, man. Yeah, it's weird.
1: I used yeah. to do that in EverQuest intentionally. There was uh, there was a black was a zone and it had a big pit in the middle that would look all the way down to the bottom of the zone. And I used to love to troll and I would just go to the edge, look down and you could see one little knoll down there. You mm. shoot him with a bow and then you just go and sit by the entrance. And this was in the era of like, Aggro was whatever was nearby that wasn't like some big wild table or anything yeah. like that. And every mob from this entire place would come storming up and you would be right by the zone entrance. So everybody would be running out like full speed, like, oh, God, oh, God. And then you just step outside and you're totally safe. But you've evacuated the entire zone. That's amazing. That's awesome.
0: These are That's great awesome. moments in MMO history.
2: So. I've been enjoying the hunter, and I'm raiding on him too, so uh, yeah. Um, I, the last thing I want to share is the boar that I tamed. He's like a noob boar. I'm not going for these fancy pets that do maximum DPS, He's because uh, he, he's my little pecker. Oh. That's, that's, the, that's the name of my boar is Little Pecker. Little Pecker so, the boar. That's yeah. cute. Pecker. I like that. So it's like, yeah, so, and he makes for great, like, dad jokes where it's like, oh, you, you know, I, I, every now and then, I'll just slash pet my little pecker. <laughs> just, uh, you pet your little pecker. <laughs> wow! wow. I'll be like, don't don't insult my little pecker, or you know, like there's all kinds of. This is some 2004 uh, trolling. I love it.
1: Yeah, he's uh, Bo has fully embraced the season of discovery. He's like <laughs> the next. He's, pretty soon he's gonna be like, guys. I told the funniest Chuck Norris joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before you
2: know
3: it, <laughs> ready. i ready. See the Chuck Norris joke. Yet. You uh, should make. All, you I, all should I know make, is
2: I love my little pecker and don't laugh at my. You little should pecker call.
0: You know. should start a guild called I Eat Babies and then get banned for it and then do a new yeah. like just relive those days, man.
2: Living. I'm up. not trying to be too gross. We're talking about my pig and not my a- actual little pecker. Just. My pet little pecker. Yeah, no. I assumed it was just a yeah. No, board. we got it. Yeah, but
3: I'm yeah, glad yeah. you brought
0: it up and clarified, though. I'm glad that happened. Yeah, yeah, thank
2: you. Well, it's again, it's just an excuse to make jokes and raid all the time, and I just can't get enough of it. It's getting worse and worse every passing day. Nice. Um, but if you're not a hunter, you can't. You know, you can't show off your little pecker. Uh, um, I also found a lake run ring in Black Fathom Deeps. Lake uh, Run. Ring. A, yeah, it's it's a ring. All it does is it gives you 10% extra swim speed. <laughs> really? <laughs> and I'm like, I want that. I want that's a core. I'm going to tell Core about this ring. We nicknamed it the Lake Run Ring.
0: I love that. The LR Ring.
2: Yeah. The LRR. So,
0: yeah. yeah. Fancy just drop. A,
2: just a little FYI, if you like swim speed, there is a ring in the BFD raid that just gives you 10% swim speed. Wow. Nice. Wow. And Finally. It's, it, it's almost the mu- most useless thing. I think the most useless thing so far we've seen is a trinket drop that lets you summon a murloc for 10 minutes that gives you like five shadow resistance. Oh. Yeah. <laughs>
3: okay, great. <laughs> yeah, no, <it's, laughs>
2: That's pretty <and> useless.
0: <laughs> What's the point of that? Seems, I mean, just yeah. to
1: immediately tie things once again back to EverQuest, I can remember setting an alarm over my summer vacation consistently to wake up every four or six hours or whatever it was just to kill an NPC that would spawn because he had a chance to drop an earring that let you breathe underwater. Did you
0: ever get it? No. Oh. Never dropped?
1: Was wasted a lot of my life is what happened. And then by the time I got it, I was... I. Or, was able to buy it i didn't want it anymore i was like eh, who no, cares
2: that sucks who cares yeah, yeah. No. that's anyways good yeah just to wrap up the season of discovery stuff i just want to um so a lot of people have come in i'm just again going to post adverts for the raid times we raid the stream raids me is Tuesday, 7 p.m eastern and saturday 3 p.m eastern We're usually done quick enough that we run a second raid right after, and we try to get uh, characters in, like people who haven't run. We have a regular group now, but there's only 10 people, so we try to run a second group right after. Oh, I love that. So there's that, and that, you know, it's core community members, you know? Sure. So it's all show listeners. You want to come raid with me? You can try and get into one of those. The second one hasn't only filled up for the first time this past week, so I'm guessing on Tuesday. So maybe Saturday we'll get two full raids going. We also have, there's a guy in the guild named Taint. Sweet. Um, yeah. Does he stand Taint. Does he stand between penis and butthole? Uh, apparently it's a god in the TTRPG, but I just think of that. Yeah, that fleshy place that you just described. It's your happy place. Um, oh. and, Poor Taint. And so Taint. It was aka- a
1: mighty god until people <laughs> He's, co-opted his name. He sometimes
2: him. goes by Wormskull, but uh, Taint, so he wants to, to run a raid on Wednesdays. I'm going to mess up the times it's like either 8 p.m eastern or 10 p.m eastern or 8 p.m server or 10 p.m server details are in the guild so just join the guild and you'll see the message okay and as well on saturdays after we run the two he's going to run some more later in the evening anyways all that to say there's opportunities to run raids so we got a fairly active group we're up to about 300 members in the group now um so lots of people lots of raids lots of uh Season of Discoveries, and lots of little peckers.
0: That's fantastic. And the thing is, we have a really great community, but today... So we had some people in Discord. We had to throw a little cold water on them. You guys chill out. Oh, no. It. What happened? Oh, no, there was just some argument. I don't know. I don't even know what it was about. It was just kind, Look, of, kind of getting no, out of control. There's
2: no best version of WoW. Let's, do, let's not do the PlayStation Xbox fanboy shit with WoW if that's what it is. That
0: wasn't it, that's but it. it's, you know I, okay. know. I don't know what it was. I, I shouldn't say that because I actually don't know. Maybe it was about that, but all right, whatever. it's fine. Just, just know that out. we got good people and occasionally throw a little water on them. They're fine all
2: right yeah. well, <laughs> they're like gremlins. gremlins yeah like- <laughs> but it's the opposite of gremlins <laughs> bo <laughs> and i
1: <laughs> both understand the cautionary tale we learned the lesson
0: yeah i, yeah. I should have
2: learned it i've liked those movies and i didn't even yeah, think of just, them just be chill and don't be weird okay yeah be cool you're good be cool we're just uh, here to have fun to play video games and t- not put up with your weird shit tell me about shadows yeah. of doubt because i don't know what that is never even heard um, of that <laughs> So, Shadows of Doubt, interesting little title that caught my eye immediately. So, this is an um, immersive sim okay. uh, ty- type game. So think, oh, I bought this. Think, think, um, oh, look at so, this. So, so, at so this. it's procedurally generated. It's not a story like Deus Ex, but kind of think like Deus Ex. Like, it's, it's meant to be immersive in what it's simulating. And what it's simulating is kind of an alternate history current day where you are a film noir detective all right and it procedurally generates a crime for you to solve it's a bit sci-fi-ish and the corporate corporate is a mega corporation runs the city and um you know uh, the, rather than police i think it's security forces but generally speaking it's mailboxes and phones and like the, there's computers but there's no real internet you know it's and it's all done using voxel stuff. I so love that the, look. That look is so cool. Yeah. yeah. And basically what you the what you do is like you have an apartment and you go out and solve crimes for money. You can lose money if you get fines for like breaking into things and get caught and stuff like that. Uh, you solve the crimes for money and then you get improvements. Like you can get genetic enhancements to yourself to be a better detective or just cosmetic improvements to where you live. Now, I've only been playing through the tutorial mission, which was quite... It, I don't know that it's quite long, but it takes me a long time to look through evidence. It's not like a fast-paced game. It, it's, it's not meant to really be an action game. It's meant for you to like look for clues. You get this nice UI that lets you pin clues up to a pin board and put strings next to it and piece together who the VIC is, who the possible suspects are, and you can go and question them. So it's not like a fully-featured AAA game with tons of dialogue options and all that, but it is, you know, more of a. Um, it has all the, like the the sauce, the steps in it, and it's got nice mood. There's security cameras uh, that you have to turn off. There's vents. Um, there are uh, fingerprint guns. You got to scan for fingerprints. Everything like detective wise, it's like emulating what it might be like to play as an actual detective. And what uh, I played, I, I, play I enjoyed so far. It's fun. It's got yeah, a real vibe neat. and yeah that cool
0: it. I i wish listed this forever ago and forgot all about it john you I mean I have' you grabbed yeah. it you have it you own it yeah john
1: i did oh. i uh i it was recommended to me. I was told uh might not be the most interesting uh streaming game, but is very cool and I went all right, um mostly I've been streaming lately, so I haven't played it as a result but this sounded awesome like a a detective simulator where they're kind of generating the mystery sounds like such a cool concept.
0: Yeah. It um, looks neat. I, I feels like I'm looking at tear down visually.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It looks a lot like tear down in a good I way. I like that look a lot. Super cool. It's yeah. neat to, I'm really happy to hear Bose thinks It's cool. That's great. I want to, yeah. want to
2: so, try it. So far, I it's just very detailed. The little things like, um, you know, like there's light switches in every room. You got to pay attention to light switches. You can't piss off people. You, there's power cables, so you can you can shut down like the electricity in places so that the cameras don't work. <clears throat> and there's just probably more I haven't explored yet. I just really like how finely detailed the interactables are in a crime scene and stuff. So mm. yeah, this is uh, I haven't fully played it. I might need to play a bit more before it's like a wholesale recommend. But like what I played, I liked a lot. So if it intrigues you but you're not sure, it's a worthwhile purchase, I would say. Okay. I'm I'm yeah. interested. This looks neat. Especially cuz it's procedural. Sometimes you play a detective game once you know the mystery. That's it.
0: Yeah, you're done.
2: You don't really want to go back. So the fact that it's procedural means like,
1: you know, things are fresh a yeah. lot of the time. Yeah. Yeah. And also, you know, I love th- like this is a great type of game for procedurally generated content because mm-hmm. You know, you don't want it to be as simple as, well, then I'm going to just, you know, I pulled up a guide. I found out what it was. Or somebody slapped up a YouTube thumbnail that shows who the killer is or something like it's that. It's also an
0: example of an of a genre or a kind of approach to a game that will greatly benefit from LLMs and other technologies. And I mm-hmm. that's where I want to see this stuff, is in concepts like this, like really push the envelope on what we expect from storytelling and procedural generation in general which can be a little dicey uh, you know really push those envelopes i'm all i'm all in on that so bring it i want that game yeah uh then you played some vr because because you're the vr guy what'd you play so
2: yeah so well we actually i forgot to write it on the list here too but uh crofton and and mike and i got together irl yesterday and we played some board games oh fun and I, i played el dorado which is um, a quick, fun game for all ages. It's like a deck builder, but you race to get to El Dorado. Mm-hmm. I do recommend it. it was, it's pretty good. And we played Rude again, which I'm sure Crofton cheated because he won, and <laughs> the game's rules are complicated, but there's and so there's always cheating that can go unvalidated. Not intentional, but you know. Sound like him. I'm sure he cheated. Yeah. But anyways, we played a bunch of board games, and Crofton was like uh well, it's still early. Do you want to play some VR? And I was like, oh, I'm feeling kind of tired. I don't know. But it gets so rarely an opportunity to play multiplayer and VR that I eventually was convinced. And we played Dungeons of Eternity. Mm. Now, it wasn't as long as we would have liked because he didn't charge his headset and only had 56%. <laughs> even though he's got the extra battery, which was at zero. Yeah. And it's funny. So he abandoned me mid- midway through. But what Dungeons of Eternity is, I think it's like dark and darker. A lot of these uh, procedurally generated uh, random dungeons where you crawl with your friends it's roguelite so you bring back resources unlock skins and upgrades and you go out and dungeon again except um it's not strapped to fantasy it's like the lore of the game is like there's fantasy shit happening but you're sci-fi people so um, even though right now all we have are swords and axes and, and bow and arrow you can get magic and laser guns and weird robot shit too to go into these catacombs weird yeah. And um I haven't done much actual like multiplayer where I'm playing with somebody like in an action game. And it's good. Like it's actually pretty responsive. Fighting's interesting. It's like Asgard's Wrath Light. And um, you know, the, the the it's just responsive. The combat's fun if it's just a little intense. Like at one point there's these three devil guys with double wielding axes that are just they're so on, they're so like on speed or whatever, like they just won't stop coming at you. And it was great. So, I really like this game. The one problem I have with it is of course it has spiders. Oh yeah. And ha- having Croft in there was kind of nice because it we'd be like just take care of the spiders for me and he's like I don't like them either. And I'm like yeah, I hate them more. And so <laughs> And so like when 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 we disconnect, when he disconnected, um, I was like, "Oh, sh- do you want me to stop?" He's like, no, "No, finish the level." So I'm like, "Okay." And you know what? There's these little spiders and with the, I'm pretty good with the bow and arrow, so I can take them out from range, and I'm like, that's great. And then I get to the end level, and it's like waves of dudes that i got to collect batteries from to, to power up the robot to take me back and finish the mission. Yeah. And the second wave spawned two of the most, two giant-ass spiders firing webs at me, and oh, I just took the headset shit. off. And I just messaged them. I'm like, nope, I'm not finishing this level, F this game. Wow. wow. <laughs> so that's the one thing, is I, I don't really enjoy i actually enjoy the sword combat and the multiplayer it's fun it's a big recommend but i'm feeling a little bit like down on it because i don't like i just i've drawn a line i don't like spiders vr i can't be mad at skyrim vr because that game was designed as a flat screen game yeah but if you're making like a specific this is a vr game just don't please don't put spiders in or put an arachnophobia mode in like it's way worse in VR than it is on a flat screen. I can handle flat screen. I cannot handle them in VR.
0: Yeah, too real, so, too close. I get it.
2: It's, it's their movement, and it's just—it's not—it's beyond logic. I can't <laughs> rationalize why I don't like it. I just see them, and I get really freaked out and uncomfortable. So, so quick,
0: quick question for you: Does the game um, having sci-fi elements mixed in with this, like you know? hard fan dark fantasy stuff does that work does it feel discordant
2: it seems um, a little weird it's not discordant they present it to you right away because i think the game is just like a spot of fun right like vr it doesn't mess with any lore it's not like it's associated to lore it's just like you know lol video games right yeah. um so it, personally like you know if you just go by the litmus test do i like swinging my sword and killing dudes and it's a bit of fun with friends it's like hits a perfect note you know, it's definitely not a high end, big budget game, um, but that's okay. So I think it's, I would put it more like an indie title that's just trying to be fun, have a fun loop. And so far it was fun. It, it's, I don't think it's that fun solo because I played it solo before, but just didn't report on it on the show. Right. Um, but multiplayer. It's it's another it's fun when you're playing with friends, especially because you can do like goofy shit. Like he's like, "Do you want to put?" Do you, we were hanging out in the main lobby, and he's like, "Here, take my glass, drink from it." And I'm like, "Okay," I pretend to drink from it. And he's like, "Here, have another one." And I'm like, "Okay," and I pretend to drink from it. He's like, "Look, look what I'm putting in the cup." And then he's holding the cup in his crotch. and He's like, "I'm peeing at it." You know, he, he wasn't really peeing at it, but that's so he's, like, he's joking around that he fed me two glasses of piss. And it's just funny, right? You're just like, ah, it's, that's some annoying. that's
0: some Crofton shit if I ever heard any. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. If it's he like
2: could, he, here's the thing about
0: Crofton though. If he could put real P in there, he would. He'd do it.
2: Yeah. Well, you know. Yes. He he, he got a laugh. It's just because he's jealous how awesome. Oh, because I forgot. I forgot the context of the whole day. Um, their first game of El Dorado. I beat him so bad. He never wanted to play it again. And we had to <laughs> talk him for thirty minutes into playing his second game. It's like, <laughs> Bo's just gonna win. He's too good at deck builders. Yeah. And then I, you know. Uh, and, but and then I lost the second game, so you know. Did you let I, him win? Is my question. I didn't. I didn't. I got okay. stuck in a in a trap. He's it's no wookie, down. so it's fine. Yeah, I just got really lucky and built an awesome deck and trounced him so hard <clears throat> that oh. it took him like a few hours to mentally recover. Nice. <laughs> <coughs> well, we've all had quite the
0: lineup this uh, this week. We are now going to take our first break of the year and come back in five minutes. And when we do, we got a dear Martha review coming from Steam. Is it?
3: No, Reddit.
0: Oh, Reddit. Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: sweet.
0: I'm excited about this. All right. Uh, so, yeah, we'll be doing that. We got some news to cover, a couple of uh, bits of feedback from you at home, including a call for Bo and his VR love. So we'll see what he says about that. Uh, that oh, look at his big thumbs up. That's a good sign. Uh, anyway, we will not be too terribly long. Five minutes, like I say, we'll be right back. All right, we have returned from our break. Thank you for hanging in there. We're going to dive straight into it, Dear Martha. It's a Reddit, what, like review post? What is this It's
1: thing? a Reddit story that I found. And I'm not going to lie, I was not going to mind these depths. Yeah. But then I thought of the name of who the letter was from, and it's a joke I liked so much that I'm like, nope, that's what we're doing this week. Fantastic. Here it comes. So yes, I've set it up to an impossibly high stake, and there's no way it's as funny as I've just set it up by saying that, but I liked it enough to do it, so right. that's what we're doing today. Let's give it a shot. Here we go. My dearest Martha, I broke up with my fiancé because her best friend insulted my favorite game. me, a male, 28, and my fiancé, a female, 27, Mm. have had a three-year-long healthy relationship. But something that really pissed me off was her annoying girl best friend. She was always rude to me, but I never really cared. And recently, I've been playing a game called Red Dead Redemption 2. (laughs) It's one of the most beautiful games I have ever played. Probably even the best. One day me and my fiancé wanted to meet up with her girl best friend at a restaurant. Once we all sat down, her girl best friend started making fun of me in front of everyone in the restaurant. At some point, she asks me if I played any video games, and I told her I did, and that I play Red Dead Redemption. Immediately, she starts laughing at me. This angered me a lot, but I kept my cool. Until she said that Red Dead is a terrible game and that I should kill myself. What? After that, I snapped. I got in the car leaving. Leaving my fiancé back at the restaurant and went home. After making all my baggages, I sat down and told her that we should break up. Because of her stupid girl best friend. (laughs) To this day, I don't regret what I did. I feel much freer without her. Yours in this life and the next, Red Dead Redemption. (laughs) That made everything better.
0: Red Dead Redemption. Do you make that up or did he go by that name?
1: I made that up. That's pretty good, (laughs) John. That was my one contribution to reading this.
0: That's amazing. Also, it's weird that he kept calling her her girl best friend.
1: Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) that was very bizarre. It stuck out to me, too. I kind of feel like, look, I know we're only seeing one side of the story. Yeah. But I feel like the fact that he kept saying it that way really makes me think maybe they both dodged a bullet in this scenario. Mm,
0: Might have. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. Well, that's fantastic.
2: If, if it isn't even made up at the, you know, at this point, yeah, it could
1: know, be. Right. This is from the uh, the stories subreddit. Mm-hmm. I've heard so. that
2: girls have best friends and they're called girl best friends. So <laughs> yeah, girl about. best friends. <laughs> this but was with just, her girl best. They friend. just say girlfriends usually, right? Like my yeah. wife will say, <laughs> or, "I'm going, I'm going <laughs> yeah, with my girlfriend." this
1: person just couldn't bring themselves or just to write her it. her
2: best friend. Usually, yeah, is, <laughs> you could. usually the gender doesn't matter. Welcome to insult them. My friend? That's
0: why I stopped saying my Korean, I, my Korean brother. I stopped doing it for similar reasons. There's no reason to denote it. He's just my brother. Yeah. It's yeah. dumb to say my Korean brother. So I quit doing it.
2: But I mean, um, there must be a history to that because there is. Young, right? There so is. Was, when we were young, was there, was, about, you know, there you know. was
0: a big part of it. Plus, he was adopted. Plus, I just felt like it was clarity for people. So if they were like, who'd you go with? Oh, I went with my Korean brother. Somehow gave oh, clarity. So
2: this anticipate. Okay, so... We do this, right? When we know there's something weird about us, we pre qualify it right. to save ourselves the explanation. Right. Yeah. Later. So it isn't about you being like he's Korean, like, you know, like it's it's that it's yes, that, he's really my brother. Like, yeah, and that you thing. wouldn't believe so, it if yeah. you
0: saw us together. You would never go, Oh, they're brothers, obviously. Well, no, you wouldn't obviously yeah. think that, but we are. So yeah, I just but I, I realized though, I'm at the stage yeah, of my life where we, I just well, don't We don't need have to do a word
2: it. for adoptive brother either. Like we have stepbrother. Yeah. We that's don't true. have
0: uh, Ad brother? ad brother, ad brother. I ad like that, bro. like a ad like bro. a like a boss fight. We need we got more ads coming in, and they're, cur- they're cur- <laughs> I'm, cur- well. I'm Sorry, I interrupted well you, Scott. No, no, no. I like. I'm, I'm glad we got to go there. Uh Let's get to some news though. We got some some news that happened. These are some brief, quick things. So enjoy these. <laughs> We're going to start with this one. Pretty heartwarming, actually. I really like the story. I've been talking about it on other shows this week. 13-year-old boy uh, is believed to be the first person to beat Tetris. By that meaning, uh, what is it, level 29? I have to look at the article again. Um, But he got the kill screen, which is no one's done before, on record anyway.
1: Uh, Level 29 was thought to be previously where it would be too fast for a, a human to complete. That's
0: right. That's right. And they're using this technique called... Fluttering shit. Is this article making me uh, pay?
2: Is it no? Not fluttering, but tapping. Where they put the controller upside down on their lap and tap the back of the controller.
0: Yeah, and there's a different. There's an actual word. They they, they have a term for the for the technique. Um, I'm trying to find it. And I can't find it in the article.
2: Rolling. Okay. Is yeah. It that's rolling. It. I saw someone rolling. Yeah. Okay.
0: The one thing I always like to point out about this is that this is the NES version of the game, a game that existed before this kid was long before he was born. Um, that's not the the cool part, though. The cool part is Tetris used to not have the reserve piece mechanic. So for me to play Tetris these days, if you're playing a more modern Tetris game, they almost always have the reserve piece. So if you've got a long one you want to use later, you... <laughs> <laughs> you Ted this at my TMS. I'm repeating history. I did it this morning, but anyway, you can put that in reserve and then pull it out when you when you need it.
1: Yeah, yeah go on. Uh, it's cool. like Coke.
0: It was like Coke last week. We're anyway,
1: talking about. We're just talking about. Yeah.
0: By the way, yeah. I'm drinking uh, Pepsi. This
1: week. converted to Pepsi now. He converted oh, him.
0: I can't say that one <laughs> wrong. So anyway, uh, he, this is a much harder version of Tetris just inherently. Um, and it's a really impressive thing. And also it has sparked like a lot of these dormant records where nobody's really vying for the top spot, very hard or not in great numbers. This happened and immediately all the old Tetris heads are like, oh my gosh, I got to beat that. I got to beat that time. Cause now it's a speed run about getting to 29 faster than the kid did and got the kill screen. Um, and that's it's a, not
1: 29. He got to level 157.
0: Oh, they thought it was 29 was the best you could do. That's the deal. I yes. keep confusing that. So he got to a literal kill screen. So now it's a matter of who can can people get to the kill screens screen sooner than he did? And that's how you now have a new record to, to chase. And there's a bunch of that going on. I love the speed stuff. I think that community is great. They're all really nice to each other. Um I watched a great documentary on on, uh, YouTube about the scene around uh, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. It was crazy. One of the most interesting, quote-unquote, movies I saw all year last year was this two-hour documentary on that thing. Absolutely wild. Anyway, I would dig deeper if I were you folks cuz it's fun. I mean,
1: I still think King of Kong is one of the most universal documentaries you can show anybody and they will go, "Why are we watching this?" and then by the end they're like, "I'm 100% into it. Oh, yeah,
0: episode. dude, that that's such a good movie. Gosh, I haven't seen that in forever. Can I stream that somewhere? King of Kong is so King of Kong is amazing. And there's things that have happened since. I wonder if they ever do like a like a follow-up on that, you know?
1: <laughs> I mean, Right now, uh, Billy Mitchell. Well, be careful, because apparently he sues anybody that uh, even suggests anything about him. But mm-hmm. um, apparently he is in some extreme legal hot trouble or hot water. That's what it's uh, that's what it is. Some hot, hot trouble. trouble. <laughs> some hot trouble is coming Billy Mitchell's way yep. because uh, there's now, I guess, some actual evidence that maybe some of his scores might have been fake.
0: Yeah, I think he did some cheating. Although we're not saying that, Billy. Uh, take care,
1: because yeah. <laughs> he really does. He he really goes after literally everyone.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's not us talking. That's somebody else. We're just we're just re- relaying the information. Uh, we can't is,
1: fight barbecue sauce money. How could we? How, exactly. It, I don't remember. If it's barbecue sauce or hot sauce. We this can't game, fight it. <laughs>
0: this movie, which is amazing, is uh, st- let's see, two thousand seven. Yeah, there it is. It is not streaming on a service. Other than rental or buy, and right now it's only five bucks on Amazon or Apple to buy that thing. I'm gonna buy that mm. tonight.
1: I'll I th- I'm pretty sure I own it. I think I do. Um, if I don't, I would 100% buy it. It is it is that good. I will watch. I will watch that movie anytime somebody wants to watch it. King of Kong is
0: great. That's let's see. 1080 1080p is the maximum. There's no 4K uh, remaster, but uh, whatever. Uh, I'm getting it. I'm getting it tonight.
1: If you haven't seen it you're you are hearing our voice and you haven't seen it go watch it Yep. it's even if you think i'm not going to be interested in this i mean i'm not gonna guarantee there's a lot of people out but (laughs) it's a hard thing to guarantee that you're gonna enjoy it
0: yeah steve weeby is life i love that guy uh all right moving on uh mickey mouse went public well not really uh steamboat willie went public domain yeah uh and is already in a horror game and it looks like basically mickey mouse freaking out now the horror game that's coming out i sw- this is how that had to have gone everybody knew steamboat willie was going to go end of life and go public domain these guys have been making this game for a while and just didn't say anything until that day happened uh-huh. uh so mm. they didn't make it in a day or a weekend like Bo might suggest <laughs> they <Just let's> made- <laughs> head
2: that off right now you cannot use this as evidence <laughs> though. All right, so they no. made
0: it they made it you know
1: well, uh, and apparently there's going to be two horror movies that are already in the works. I mean, this is... It's kind, this of,
0: is, it's kind of ridiculous, know, dude.
1: Why we can't have nice things, yeah. everybody. Like, everybody wants to complain about how uh, bad copyright laws are. And then we totally justify them by what we do the second something becomes public domain. We just can't help ourselves. Yeah. Um, you know, and and all of a sudden, I I... Not saying it's right, but I begin to understand why people hold on to these things so dearly when the second something becomes available, there's a video game and there's some two movies and all of that uh, my understanding is that this is not a Mickey Mouse video game, but that this is a it's going to have mini monsters in it. But that Mickey Mouse is one of them. Yeah, he's or the... Steamboat Willie. Yeah, yes. You know, whatever you want to call Whatever lawyers... We, lawyer we know him as Mickey Mouse. Yeah. He's going to be in there, too.
0: Yeah, he's going to be in there. I don't know, man. Like, There's a couple of them being made, like you said, films. Um, the game looks like sort of a, a take on phasmophobia a little bit. Yeah. Four of yep. you running around. Although that trailer's real suspect to me. It looks like kind of shit. And I don't mean like bad graphics. I mean like pre-rendered trying to look finished. I don't know. There's something going on there. I, right, I, I smell I mean,
1: a, we'll have to see. We'll have to see when it comes out. Don't you know? Don't pre-order.
0: I smell a grift. Uh, we'll see. Uh, what else? Jack Black will be voicing Minecraft Steve in the movie Minecraft, which is also being made. So they're making a Minecraft movie, and he will voice Steve, the titular character of
1: Minecraft. Great. I think I, I like Jack Black. I, I have No preconceived yeah. notions on how Minecraft Steve should sound, so I don't. I have no opinion on this one yeah. but
2: yeah. But it might be really good. I mean with Jack Black there does it not make you want to play a little bit maybe or something? A little bit. I kind of want to, I, I, I almost I always
1: kind of want to play Minecraft. Yeah. Same. Like, I, I never, I I don't play a ton of it, but anytime someone mentions it, I'm like, I could play some Minecraft.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I see sometimes someone will mod it up. So crazy. Good looking. That I'll be like, where are these mods? I've got to get this stuff. Which version do I download? Do I just get the game pass one? Do I have to buy something else? I have all that shit. And then I forget and don't do it. But I get excited about Minecraft about once a month. And then I don't do shit about it. So whatever. Uh Guardians of the Galaxy, I think a very excellent video game came out a couple of years ago, is now free on Epic Games. Even Bo logged
2: in and redeemed that one. Good job, Bo. Yep. I was like, you know what? That's, that's a game that flew by me that if I had a chance maybe to boot it up, I might enjoy and play. So I was like, I'm grab it. Should
0: grab it. It's great. Grab I have it. I bu- I have it on Steam and I have it on Xbox. And the Steam one I got free for code, so it wasn't that big a deal. But uh once again, just talking about it made me want to keep playing it. Never finished it, so
2: it's, uh, Tim Sweeney's Christmas gift to us all. I appreciate it. Thanks, Thanks
0: Tim. Tim. You're the you're the best. You're no. the best. Yeah, I don't best. know about that. <laughs> Very thoughtful. Uh, Resurgence of the Storm is a Heroes of the Storm remake mod in StarCraft II.
2: Oh, you got to see the trailer for this.
1: <laughs> We've take look come this. full circle, everybody.
2: So, so, so we're back. I thought it was going to look janky. It this this shit looks. Like Heroes of the Storm, do you see the There's a video link underneath, but since there is a Heroes of the Storm, what yeah. is the point of making? So, uh, okay, I'm glad you asked. Click that YouTube <laughs> link directly <laughs> under it. There's a link to here. YouTube, yeah, on in the show notes. Yeah. It's probably the same video as what you're seeing, but you need to just full screen this and go to chapter two. Okay, of the oh, video, is this really you know, like, game? The- is that real? So, so they're adding new heroes that's Celendus and you're going to see Phoenix in a second
0: holy shit
2: yes yeah. that it's like it, it's not just that they're they're not modding the game cuz like uh, why don't you play it here it's like it's because they can't mod the heroes of the storm client but the heroes of the storm client is the same shit as starcraft 2 engine so they ported it back over so they can make fan made heroes and maybe maps and who the hell knows what else Hell yes, son! This is this is sick. I I and thought like, this was gonna look like jank.
0: They always look like jank in those mods. This doesn't look like uh, jank. This, this looks, looks like the game.
2: Like
1: yeah, <laughs> this, yeah, this the... looks like Heroes of the Storm. Yes. I guess we're gonna. bet a lot of the new heroes are gonna be StarCraft characters. We're yeah, a lot probably. Because I don't know.
2: They're gonna have to reuse assets or you know use existing shit. But like.
1: Even that, I'm just like, man, it's Salendus. That's awesome. And I'm yeah, Salendus. I'm super excited for that. Was on. You guys might remember back from when this was a Heroes of the Storm show. Salendus was always one of my I want heroes. Yeah. Yeah. How is this happening? I'm looking at this and I'm I'm blown away by this. People are sick of waiting for Blizzard to get off their ass and do it. Yes. And And like themselves.
2: Support your game. Heroes is still relevant. Like just, you know, give it a couple million a year or something. Come on, guys.
0: I mean I guess the the Heroes engine is just the StarCraft engine. I mean you said it.
2: Right. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um so I guess I'm I shouldn't be this surprised, but every mod, you know, they had the arcade or whatever, Starcraft arcade. Every one of those things looked like shit to me. It was fun because it was goofy or whatever, but none of it looked good. This looks
2: legit. Yeah, no, that's my, um, I, I was dour too. I'm like, okay, this is just like a gimmicky story. Like, yep, yeah, because the headline for the, the PC Gamer article is like, we've come full circle. Heroes of the Storm is a mod for StarCraft, officially made one with the StarCraft 2 engine. And now modders have modded it back into StarCraft 2. And I was like, okay, LOL, like funny headline. And then I watched the trailer and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> like this looks way better than I thought. It's like that's the literal game. Like they've they they did not just port it, they port it, it seems like they painstakingly just full recreated the game for the only express purpose so that they can add new content, because they can't add new content in the Heroes of the Storm client, which if they're gonna discontinue support for the game. Just please let them import shit to the actual heroes. Like, make up sandbox mode where there's custom heroes and maps. Don't make people do this. Come on, Bobby. Yeah, this is crazy. Bobby's gone now. Bobby's gone. You can't ask Bobby for shit But, you know, come on, whoever is there, whatever's going on over there, like, just please open up Heroes of the Storm so that these guys, people can make some rad shit in there, some new sandbox heroes, maybe even... If one's good enough, put it on the store and, you know, something. Like, or pay just, these know. guys for the work they've done here. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. like, like holy know. shit.
0: I, I still feel like I'm getting punked. Yeah. Like, this no, looks too... I feel like I'm just looking at Heroes of the
2: Storm here. <laughs> and there's an Arthas rework that they have in here as well as a <laughs> Ragnaros one. Like, they're, they're just... It's.
0: That is absolutely wild. What is what is Blizzard... Do they Do they get weird about this? Because it's... It's other. It's other. It's all their assets and shit.
2: Probably not, because the other thing that's coming down the pipeline is War, Warcraft. There's a mod for Warcraft Three that's Warcraft Two in the Warcraft Three engine that's like <laughs> launching in two days. <laughs> you, wait, 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 wait! You're saying that
0: the Warcraft Three shitty piece of shit shit they re released the the updated one yeah. is actually going to? I will install that a full again.
2: campaign mod of Warcraft Two. I saw it on Twitter the other day. I forgot oh. to throw it in the show notes. Um, See, they're doing, so you know what happening. is
0: happening? And maybe they, they can still fix this salvageable. But what's happening is what has always happened to them, which is they have a thing, they make a thing, yeah. they get distracted doing something else, and somebody comes into the backyard with just a few mod tools and outdoes them. And then yeah. they miss out on the world that was League of Legends and Dota 2. I mean, it's the
2: the same story all over. It's the same with Season of Discovery in World of Warcraft because private servers have been doing that forever. One of the big reasons that some of these private servers entice you to go play over there is they remix shit and go do crazy shit. And in comparison, Season of Discovery is still kind of pinned in a little bit. They still, they're just very like, I don't know, I guess when you have like a behemoth and it's considered a legend, you're so like hesitant to to just shoot from the hip and do this kind of stuff, right? Yeah, but so the community outpaces you. But in the case of heroes, they have let it lie dormant, you know, and uh, that's wild. And yes, e- even. <laughs> even with the Warcraft 2 campaign like they could launch a Warcraft 2 remake and make money <laughs> like like hire these guys and just make the money and pay them a salary and make make the profit off the Warcraft 2 set. like it's it is kind of crazy and it's, it's hard to bananas. i don't know why this keeps happening like what what gears are locked and seized that need to get unseized within that uh, business to make these things happen
0: yeah and maybe that's happening maybe you know Kodak left on what the 29th was his last day
2: yeah i mean it's hard to know how much of it's him to blame like it it seems to me when you have a company that big like all do all product decisions go through the executive board i guess so like it's but it seems crazy in a way too yeah like absolutely wild but um anyways this i was this is blown
0: away by that dude blown away yeah i thought i was going to be like oh okay that's fine yeah, so I
2: had the same thing. I had the same 180 as you. You just did it on camera, which is great. I'm glad you did that. I just I feel
0: like somebody's days. gonna somebody's gonna ride in and go, "Oh, you guys didn't hear that was like a big joke. It's not. It's just footage from the game. If like that's how, re- how that's how real that looks to me. That's crazy. Well, sure.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, it's legit. The game. By the way, in the chat room wrath. The wrath 86 had something that might be enticing to you both. Sea of Thieves now has a non PvP mode called safer Seas <gasps> Shut up, dude. Really? So a chief complaint has been I want to get into that game, but like I'm just going to get punked, or you know I just want yeah. to play peacefully at my own pace. Yeah, uh, yeah. There you go. I'm in that.
0: that I know John and I are both uh, John and I are Samus basically. We like a big world by ourselves a lot of time. I like <laughs> the multiplayer. The game's but.
2: challenging enough to play even without the PvP element. Like I'll admit, you know, like sailing a boat is not the easiest thing in the world. There's plenty of fun to be had without getting ganked by uh, some kids. So yeah, no, that's cool. I'm doing that shit. Thank you for the... You warm, guys want to uh, play it one of these Tuesdays, finally? When we- uh,
0: yes, because we are going to be doing... So, t- so, may as well say this now. Tuesdays are going to be as close as we have to something we can lock in. You know, There'll be changes here and there, but um, this week I had a dental thing, so we couldn't do it. But this Tuesday, we're going to get together. We don't know what we're playing yet. Maybe we're playing that. I wouldn't mind getting the ropes from Bo in a proper game of that. It's up to John, but... We could do that. We got other. We got all sorts of shit we can play. It's a big list.
2: We don't have to make promises. Yeah. I, I also just-
1: really want to get back into. I I don't know what made me think of it today. I can't think of the name of the game. Rock and Stone. What is it?
2: Oh, uh,
0: the the dwarf game. Um, uh, Deep Rock. Galactic. Deep Rock. Galactic. Game. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't
1: even remember our fake name, but I want to. I want to play that again. Yeah, there's new shit Thief in there too. Wouldn't be bad. I like. I want to play more Lethal Company, even though that is the biggest pain in the butt to set up. Uh, It's worth it in the end. So, yeah, I mean, we're going to use Tuesdays for multiplayer games. So no matter what. You're getting more yeah. multiplayer. We all stream mm-hmm. independent, so you can load up multi-Twitch or whatever you do to see all of us, and you can see all our perspectives and all of that. So. Especially
2: with Lethal Company, because sometimes uh, you lose contact
1: <laughs> with somebody, and you want to find out what happened <laughs> yep. to them as yep. a viewer. It's yeah. re- <laughs> like, Lethal Company is really good for the three streams, because if suddenly somebody's not doing anything interesting uh, or... Somebody's, uh, everybody else is dead. You can still check in with the others. Yeah, so, it's amazing. Uh, there's a lot of fun to be had there with those. So we
0: got a we got a list, but we'll we're going to plan on this Tuesday. So come around. Yep. Uh, I forgot what time is it? Noon our time for John and I? Uh,
1: yeah, noon Mountain time. Noon so Mountain. That is two p.m. my time.
0: Yeah, so it's about an hour after TMS for those who are still around for that. Uh, we'll kick it in, play for a few hours, however long we can go, and then do it every Tuesday. So. Looking forward to it. Uh, final note, City of Heroes private server receives its official license to operate from NCSoft. I think that's great. Yeah. Well done. i kind of been tempted Loved to check it that
1: game. People,
0: People love City of Heroes. Sh- that. Th- that thing should have never gone away. There should be a sequel by now or at least a million updates w- and all that.
2: I, w- I would like add the, the, the thing about this story. I don't know if it's the first of its kind. It's the first that I can think of. There's a lot of MMOs that don't operate that have, you know, Star Wars Galaxies being one of them, Planetside being another. Uh, If more companies would just license out like something nice, like a percentage of donations and sales or something like that, you know, like I Mm -hmm. don't know what it's costing them, but I wish there, yeah, I wish there'd be more, more of this. If they're not going to host their old games, like, yeah, have a system to license out, uh, uh, unofficial, you know, third parties to.
0: Yeah, I agree. I support this 100. percent I think it's really cool. I don't like that NCSoft tends to cancel their games too soon. Overall, that really annoys me. I thought, um, not Brave Star. What was it called? Wild Star. Wild Star was amazing and had so much potential, and they just didn't give it the time it needed. And NCSoft just does that stuff, so I'm not surprised by that. But I am surprised they gave them the license. So I say, I say, good on them. You'll I never
2: this new future. Yeah,
0: you'll never get this out of Disney or freaking Blizzard or anybody else, but NCSoft, they can do stuff like that. Um, okay, that is it for that. Let's get to this. That's a
2: good question.
0: Uh, before I get to a couple of very quick emails and a call, I want to read this thing uh, about Michael Belt, or Betts is his name. He made a very, very cool RPG that's up on Steam right now. It's called Tower Song. He's one of us. He's a core listener. He's been listening to Frog Pants stuff since the instance, like way back. And he reached out to me and said, I made this 2D turn-based game. It's you know a lot of inspiration from a lot of our favorites from back in the day. Uh, choose your hero. Customize your party skills and gear. Hone your strategies to defeat challenging en- enemies in this dungeon-crawling adventure uh, is one of its descriptions. Uh, I want people to go check it out. We got codes. We're going to try it ourselves. And uh, I haven't had time yet. Uh, but I'm going to, I've already installed it. I just got to play it. Uh, so these guys so we will definitely talk about it next week, but just search tower song in steam and check it out. Big grats to Michael on such a cool thing. Um, this isn't a paid ad or anything. Just want to help. Money.
1: Well, this is how, you know, they're an actual listener. They knew there were three hosts. On.
0: They knew there were three hosts. You're right. That's an important aspect of this. (laughs) That's how you know. If we
1: get one code, not a realist. Not a (laughs) realist. Because they don't know how many hosts are on the show. (laughs)
0: It's a really good point. But he just, he seems like, I've talked to him off air a bunch. He seems like a totally cool dude. And I'm just stoked when you guys make cool shit. So let us know when you do in the gaming space. We're happy to, you know, tell people about it and promo it and stuff. Uh, So let us know. And congrats again to Michael. Again, that's Tower Song on Steam. And it looks pretty rad. All right. Uh, quick email from Joe, who wrote in uh, to talk to the at gmail.com. It says, hello, Core Hounds. Just a quick PSA on how to find hidden Steam games in the desktop app. So, you know, they introduced the whole hide your Steam games thing. So no one knows Bo has orc massage or whatever. Uh, I don't well, know why I'm using knows. you. Everyone knows,
1: I, so
2: there's no point in hiding <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But
1: I think it wasn't it Sex Chess that he hid.
0: Oh, sex chest. I, chest. I haven't actually hit
1: sex Oh, chest. did I hit it? I think maybe I
2: did hide it, actually. Sex hey, chest. I think you
0: did. I can't believe I got that wrong.
2: Oh, I meant to show you guys.
0: Sorry. Total gear change for just a second. Uh-huh. Uh, a guy in our community speaking, of, and he doesn't know we have three houses. Just kidding. Mike Pachulik, who's a oh, great guy, for Christmas sent me a 3D printed Tio Salamanca. Look at this. Oh,
1: my gosh. That's oh, amazing. Wow.
0: Isn't that amazing? Look at that. It's like i yeah, am so I'm gonna good. paint it eventually and do like all skin tones and stuff. His head comes off because you got to print it separate. <laughs> I, I was it thinking about
1: bell too many times. Well,
0: I was, this is Ibbet, Ibbet <laughs> had this great idea. You open this up and in there is one of those bells, and
1: you bing and you. Bang oh, that'd be bell. great. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So anyway, isn't that great? Just that love is it.
2: so like
0: detailed. <laughs> it really like, is like, good. Yeah. This. People are getting crazy with 3D printing. Anyway, here is the email uh, that I just stopped mid sentence, and now I will continue it. Um in the desktop app look along the new to- or sorry the top row of drop down menus in steam view friends games and help click view then hidden games for me it is the second option that is thanks for everything keep being awesome i can't remember if we were like having trouble finding it or what the deal was to see I'm our hidden games like, cuz you want to cuz this is for you to do it right so you're like did i hide or Yeah, Orcassage? in
1: case you had a steam. hidden game
0: yeah Exactly. I'm,
2: right. ar- I'm already lost. Sorry, it's Steam. Yeah, you're okay, St- so the top y- row menu Steam, view, friends, games, help. Click, click view, view,
1: and then hidden games. Hidden games, yeah.
2: Hidden game. Oh. Do you see it? Yeah, I haven't actually hit anything yet, I guess. So let me try. Uh, where's Sex Jess? There it is. Oh, it's installed. Oops. Uh-uh. uh huh Is how it? How do I move it to hidden games?
0: You right-click it, hide game, I think. And manage.
2: It, hide this game. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's the big hidden. thing is, is can we see it, though? Did that work for us? Or if we go to Bo's profile, are we going to see how much game time he spent? Well, I'm going to open. Right. What,
2: what I should do is hide something like Baldur's Gate 3, right, which is on my profile right now. Oh. Yeah, do yeah, that. that. Do, do that, for sure. Right. No, hang on. Um, that one's not on my profile. Let's see. It's shapes. I just played shapes. You can see recent activity shapes. All okay. Right. It
0: almost sounds hand. dirty if you don't know, so it's good.
2: Yeah, my, my
0: pants shapes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> let me hide this game.
0: Are
1: you got <laughs> shapes? Yeah, my pants shapes. My shapes. Pant shapes.
2: <laughs> you know, I mean, love. don't even know what this triangle's about. Um, okay, so now I've hidden shapes. Now, if I go back to my profile, okay. well, I still see shapes. Can someone go to my no, profile? Say, I'm in your profile. I'm looking. I
1: still see shapes. I still see it. Recent activity shapes.
0: Why can't I she find is.
1: you? online? A, I a, hold on, let me refresh because I had pulled it up before you hit it. No, yeah, I reload. still see it. Is there a different way to hide your purchases?
2: What uh, if, what if I, um, I
1: still see it. What about like uh, recently
2: played? Yeah, because it's like showing the whole world on my profile. Yeah, it's like,
1: recent activity shapes. Shadows of Doubt. Dyson Sphere Program.
2: So, oh, weird. Yeah, you're not hiding from me either.
0: Maybe it takes right, some but, time, maybe it caches. You know?
1: Well that's not good. I need to, if
2: I buy like something dirty, I need to hide it right away. Yeah, you don't wanna, <laughs> you don't no wanna in, drag that out. Yeah, there's no point in like, you know <laughs> Yeah, no, hides <laughs> you know, it an hour later, what the hell's the point of yeah, that? Yeah, what's the know? point? I think we've learned right. a little something here. I think it is cached. it doesn't so I can't find it anywhere. is in my hidden library. I can confirm it's properly hidden in my library, but if you go to gore profile, it's like uh there's there's shapes right there, weird All right, hang on um yeah, anyway, whatever I guess we've just confirmed it doesn't work so uh, I guess it CDs. doesn't work
0: the way it's supposed to, but maybe i will bet there is a caching thing that's almost always true of this stuff.
2: Uh, All right. Well,
0: Joe, we'll check it out. We got Nelson who wrote in, says, uh, with the latest update to Fortnite, I finally decided to try the game out. And I have two kids, both age 10, and we have been playing Lego Fortnite daily. It has been an absolute joy to play that game with my kids, uh, where we all get equal enjoyment. I have also branched out and have now been playing other modes, which have been real fun as well. My question is for John, and it's this. Is the Save the World mode worth purchasing? I'm really into the game right now, and a PvE mode sounds very attractive to the dad in me. I read a few opinions on it, but nothing that I value as much as John's. Wow. Listen to that. That's nice. Keep up the good Uh, core crew, or keep up the good work core crew, says Nelson. So what
1: do you tell Nelson? Worth it? Not? uh, I've got got bad news for you, Nelson. I've never played the Save the World mode. Mm. Um, I've seen gameplay of it. I would say that if you enjoy... Uh, survival wave-based gameplay. Uh, If you like the building in Fortnite and the shooting in Fortnite, you might get something out of it. I've never played it. Now, there are a lot of uh, user creations out there. I don't know if any will fully simulate PvE. I do do know occasionally Fortnite will add a PvE mode. There have certainly been many games that um, have included stuff like that. Um, so you can kind of go down that road for free. You don't have to put any money into that. Um, but I would just say sort of gauge your interest in it. It's not like Fortnite PVE. It's a very different game. It's basically, uh, a daytime gather resources, uh, assemble, you know, build up a defense around a perimeter. And then at night, everything attacks and you have to fend it off. If that sort of game appeals to you, you might find some interest in it. Um, If it doesn't, uh, I wouldn't recommend it. That sounds like Tower Defense. That type of game I don't typically like very much unless there's something else to it, and that's why I've never bought it and played it.
0: Yeah, not a big fan of that stuff myself. Uh, Nice, Nelson, thank you for that. We also got a call, and this phone call, well, it's for you, Bo, and it's an important one. It's about VR, and we're hoping you can give this guy some help. Okay, yeah, yeah. So here it is.
2: Hey, core boys, this is Andrew from Uncle Teo. Beau finally convinced me to get a VR headset, plus three, of course. Boy, I gotta tell you what, I'm sick of the dog playing that thing. Tried Red Matter 2, tried Asgard's Wrath 2, uh, pretty much anything just makes me sick. Um, I'm curious if you guys have any tips or tricks on how to alleviate nausea or how to minimize it uh, when playing VR games. Love the show.
0: So I know you don't suffer from this, but do you have any ideas on no. what he can do to uh,
2: what I yeah what I see are the following that you can set up in options. Um, the first one is don't do continuous motion, do teleportation. Uh, apparently that's helpful, mm-hmm. especially if you're seated. I don't know if you're standing and playing uh, with full physicality or just seated and playing. Um, Uh, but, um, teleport, you know, moving might induce some motion sickness because you move weird. So, you know, if there's a teleportation option, use it. Um, there's also some games have vignetting as an option. And what that does is that narrows the peripheral vision. I guess it helps because that's a setting. I don't know why you'd have that as a setting in a game. It seems to be for that. So it narrows your vision, less periphery. So you're getting less sick. Um, So that's something that you can do. Those are the two things I think are the major tactics for reducing motion sickness. The other one is limiting your activities. I'm with you that VR introduces new problems and dynamics. Like we just talked about, I hate spiders. And while I can play flat screen games with spiders in them, I'm just, I'm out. Like if every game was to have spiders in it and I just launch my headset into the sun. So, um, you know you're probably if you're just have motion sickness issues that's okay you're not gonna be able to just overcome your you know your unique set of parameters as a human uh just pick activities and games that don't have a lot of motion in them so one example is not this is only useful if you're interested in learning piano but piano quest is awesome it uses ar and you sit there and you have the piano in front of you. Lego bricktails as well. It's like a, you don't really, it, you move around, you may still get motion sickness, but if you sit in a chair, the Lego is just in front of you, and you move your dude around with the controller, and then you move the Lego pieces with your controller, there's not much motion. It depends how sensitive you are to these kinds of things. Um, I will say that I've found over time that i get i've gotten used to like i don't get a lot of the sensation i used to get when i first got a headset and what i what i mean by that is like you know one of the first apps i ever used was some janky ass roller coaster app that flung you off the roller coaster (laughs) at some point it wasn't a proper game it was just someone made some shit in unity and i was trying it out um back in those early early dev kit days And that, you know, made me feel something, right? I got, I got, I got dizzy. Same with, um, same with, uh, there's another one that you could just fly. Like you press the space bar, you'd flap your wings and you just fly over terrain. And I'd feel like, whoa, or even roller coaster videos, which are available on the MetaQuest store, but I, I, you sort of get to a point where you do get desensitized. I don't know if that's the same with motion sickness. I just know I'm less impacted the more I use it the less like tricked my brain is that there's real emotion going on. Mm. It can still happen, but it's not as like it gets weaker over time. So some exposure therapy might help. If you're not normally a motion sick person, just in VR, you might just be getting acclimatized mm. to, you know, there's that whole thing where you, movies, people used to go to the movie theater and, in black and white days and a train would come at it and people would be like, Oh, there's really a train. And, you know, now people get gutted from, like, crotch to face, and everyone's like, yeah, it's just a movie, whatever. Like, no, no big deal. No one's, like, losing their mind. So some of it might be acclimatization to a new media type. However, if you are actually just a severely motion-sick person, there's probably nothing you can do. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Yeah. But I assume if you were that, you might not have bought it, because I don't, I don't, I don't, unless I tricked you, I think. (laughs) Well, I feel bad, because I I didn't trick you. I, you know motion has an effect, but I, I do not right. get motion sickness. Go up, hang me upside down, please do not put guardrails on my games. Like I'm I'm a hundred percent fine, but I understand. I don't like spiders. Don't put spiders in my game. Yeah. So you know I, I understand and empathize, but uh, motion is like the name of the game. It's very hard. It's a it's I think it's a big ask to to. Figure out how to get away from having motion sickness if that affects you. So
0: some some games early on, I know in the Quest One era, Quest Two era had this almost like a wormhole effect that they would some you could enable it. Uh yeah. maybe That's by a vignetting.
2: It's vignetting. Is when that they, vignetting? Okay, yeah, yeah, it's vignetting. Okay, like the like the Photoshop. You know, I think when you vignette and photo, um, paint, I have paint.net, but when I put a vignette on it, puts a black border. Yeah, and just does a circle. Yeah, Yeah, like so. It'll do that. It does that in real time, and some of them even auto adjust. Like, if you're standing still, no vignetting. But as soon as you push the controller around, it'll narrow the vision so you don't. Yes, exactly. I saw this
0: when I did the Google. They made a Google Maps or Google Earth app for VR that I thought was pretty rad at the time, and Mm -hmm. you could zoom all over your city and be all huge in it, like Godzilla sized and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But they included this thing, so every time I did mass any kind of movement, it would the vignette would go and hold there and then and then in the menu it said you can disable this but it greatly helps people with motion sickness so i don't know if there's a way to categorize game choices based on whether it supports stuff like vignetting or other things like that i know the the oculus store does have a
2: like a little sickness meter thing right like a little indicator It might. Um, I haven't looked for that stuff. It it might though, because they want. I think they want people to be happy with their purchases. So yeah, they warn you. Man, they need a spider indicator.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't. I don't think. Let's see. I can tell you real quick here. If I look at the games on their website, oh, the meta site sucks. It used to be good here.
2: Okay. Yeah, it's better. It's a better experience in the actual headset to like shop. Yeah on the headset oh
0: here it is comfort setting and this one so Asgard's Wrath they have it listed as moderate and it's yellow the red ones are the ones that are really movement-y and may be a problem for people and then the ones that are green are totally good for
2: whoever like your Lego one too. if you're looking for purchases yeah, like check that out ahead of time because some of them are pretty expensive purchases so yeah. you don't want to you don't want to spend $60 on something you can't play
0: can you play Asgard's Wrath 2 on a, on a Quest 2
2: uh, I believe so yeah cuz um quest 3 like while it update upgrades graphical fidelity it's not like it's jumping to a 4080 or something like that you know it's like yeah it's, it's not still, it's not heads and tails different i guess yeah yeah it's <laughs> huh. they keep their 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 standards are to to prioritize the 90 the 90 fps your game has to have 90 fps like, right? in uh, so a lot of games suffer graphically cuz of that high restriction
0: i could see that uh well there you go Thank you for calling in 801 471 You can leave voicemails just like uh, he did, or you can leave us a text there. That would be fine. I'm here to report that maybe as early as next week, we'll have a new mashup from Jamie. Mm.
2: That's I mean, I've missed him. I've been thinking about Jamie. For, I think I'm about a him too. hope he's okay. I hope he's not disillusioned with us. Maybe he's just no. busy and can't.
0: It's definitely not uh, us. Like, I talk to him all the time. He's doing great. He's still in Canada, just very busy, you know, <laughs> real life stuff.
2: Yeah, and, uh, that's fine. I don't I just, know, why, you know. I don't I was,
0: know why it mattered that he's still in Canada. I don't know why I said
2: that. No, I was worried. I'm like, a, I haven't, I haven't seen Sumit too many of his tweets. I don't I didn't see him in the, the <laughs> core chat. I just was worried. I was starting to get worried about him. Yeah. So you know, uh, yeah, that's great. I, I miss our mashups. That so they're, you know, it's it's a real service you do to the show because you know. It is labor to get that stuff, and we do appreciate that you do that. Yeah, uh, they're funny as hell. all of us to have a good laugh. They're, they're real funny.
0: I love them. but oh, it says here you have one final note. What do you got there? Oh, I
2: have one final note, and this is mainly for video watchers, not for the people at home, but for for audio listeners. I put images... Just kidding. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> I, put, I put images up of games I like, but I haven't done it for a while because it's so crowded, and I saw comments run by in the chat about maybe going tabula rasa on... Um, this year and i just wanted to wait you know because when i don't have when i don't have all the pictures up people are like where's the pictures yeah and then when there's
0: all of them up they're like i can barely see Bo." like how do you
2: want it people make up your minds but i think it's a nice idea to retire everything on here and say goodbye to it all start over start start a new year like you know that artwork you do and then you brush it all away like you do it on the sidewalk so like Jackie does it, even. There's there's that in this thing in Cyberpunk. Hmm. So, we're going to say goodbye. I'm going to say goodbye to uh, Harry Dubois. Goodbye, Harry. Oh, my God. And we're going to say goodbye to the Ogren from Dark Tide. Oh, my God. And we're going to say goodbye to Ch- Scott's Chicken Lord. That's not referencing any of his junk or anything like that. <laughs> this is art. Uh, Megara from uh, Hades. Goodbye, Megara. <laughs> Uncle Ben, well. Rest in peace, Uncle Ben. <laughs> 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 Rebecca from Cyberpunk Edge Runners. I uh, hope you have a good life. Oh no, wait, you died. Oops. Um, Zuck, uh, Bye, Zuckerberg. We talk about your product all the time. You don't need to be on here. Phil Spencer, oh, I just spit in my mic. Phil Spencer, have have a good one. Um, hope from There Will Be Dungeons. Uh, y- I don't know. I might keep you. We'll might see. come
0: back. Yeah, you never know.
2: Itsy. Uh, and Young Haseo, let's say. All right. Godot, um, Yeah, might still use it. Uh, Demon, whoever the hell that... Oh, Damon from House of Dragon. Hurry up with season two. Yeah, no kidding. Doom Guy. Make another Doom game. Illidan. Well, we love Liam. I might keep him there. Okay. Imperius. All right. Uh, show up in Diablo 4. Thanks. Sephiroth. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you soon in a couple months. Uh, yeah, it'd be <laughs> Uh Hammond. Uh... Bobby Kotick's gone. Maybe Overwatch can be saved. Good Maybe, luck. maybe. Uh, Bow wrestling. Oh, that's a hard one to get rid of too. But oh, um, I have something for you, John. People oh. have been asking to have the lake run ring in in the WoW guild in, for my core wrestler as well as the sword I got. They oh want they want goodness. to see me with a sword and a ring. Can you do swords in that my, game? Can you can you message along to you?
1: Uh, sorta.
2: Yeah, sort kind of a. It's up to you.
1: I, I'm not. I think I might have to disappoint Bow's guild in more ways than yeah, just this not, is not showing up. This is,
2: me not, this is not me asking. This is just my guild bat- wanting, uh, insisting that I tell you A uh, lake stuff,
1: run but. ring is very doable. We'll get you a yeah.
2: Or maybe just a to- strap a toilet. Is there a toilet necklace? Maybe just a giant toilet-sized necklace. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. Thank you. Uh, Chris yeah. Madsen, um, congrats on The War Within. Looking forward to playing it. Uh, love l- love me some Chris Madsen. Yeah. Claptrap, well, you know, uh, I have trouble with your company. So. <laughs> 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 Every time I play Borderlands, I think about his, the crisp, (laughs) that flash drive at Medieval Times. Yeah, Medieval Times (laughs) porno flash drive. Yeah. And I'm like, I should not be playing this game and telling people to play these games. That made me laugh. Um, Samus, uh, yeah, we need another Metroid. Tell Nintendo. Isaac, uh, the love Dead Space Remake. Hopefully, there's Dead Re- Space Remake too. Ahsoka, I love the show. Uh, people stop bitching about Disney because they did a great job with Ahsoka. Ichiban, I'll see you in two weeks.
1: Yeah, boy. he'll be back real yeah. soon, I think.
2: <laughs> Uh, the well, the porn, the not porn folder, excuse me, that was on a slip <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna stay. I don't want to delete that. There's no, years of leave work that up that there. I've, uh, there's years of work that I have backed <laughs> up in there. I'm not gigabytes gonna of data contained in that folder, <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. It's just stuff I worked on, not porn. Uh, lazelle uh, well, we broke up, so I guess, uh, I have to find a new girlfriend or boyfriend, and mm-hmm. Baldur's just on weirdo anyway, yeah, and Megatron, uh, you'll transformers will be back without a doubt yeah all right yeah. and there you go all right Tabula Rasa mostly uh illidan you gotta go to i'll find another liam <laughs> yeah, i was gonna yeah, say yeah. liam well, and not it'll make porn. it a
1: more interesting thing whatever is the first thing that Joe yeah. decides to add
2: i agree i just i love liam's voice and i love liam and everything it's just hard it's hard to take him off that's all I, it he's is the hardest one
0: it is hard to do that he's uh did i tell you the story about how he sent a picture to my niece? And she's like a diehard fan. She almost fainted and cried. (laughs) (laughs) She almost fainted and cried while we were at this party. She goes, I can't believe this. Is that really him? I'm like, here, zoom in. Let's look at his face all up close. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I mean, she was losing it. It was really funny and cute. She was very cute about it. All right. uh, Well, there you go. Uh, that's awesome Bo I love it uh, we'll see next week what you add to your thing and if you come live to the show when we record at 4pm mountain time you can see this stuff for yourself or watch the VOD
2: on YouTube afterwards I want to tell you about pants. some oh go ahead what I was just going to say now there's pants you get to see pants oh yeah look, oh, at, yeah, that. That. look at that pants I like that Pants you can chair. see
1: so much of Bo's life now and
2: yeah. that's a box of craft dinner
1: Wait. oh okay. nice Okay.
3: there you
2: go
0: What? what's the thing in the back that's orange with a bunch of black on it what this thing here yeah. Yeah, on the other, it's yeah. a
2: box for my scooter, my electric scooter that's broken. But I still have the box.
0: Can you fix it? Is it fixable?
2: <laughs> no. I, <laughs> I, pop, <laughs> I mean, maybe I popped the tire and got to put a new tire tube oh, in shit. it. And, but I got to unhook the whole thing, and I'm like, this is, cars are not my wheelhouse. Scooters included. <laughs> Do your uh, does
0: your throbbing not porn folder have to throb? Is that a requirement of the oh. throb? I mean, it's running? just
1: moving from the, the from the data.
0: From all the stuff that's in it, yeah. yeah. Rhythmically yeah. moving, I might add. Yeah. A certain rhythm to it, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, uh, I'm going to tell you about some patrons that joined us this week that thought we were cool enough to belly up in this new year. And man, you guys did not disappoint in this last week. Patreon.com slash core show welcomes Mackenzie Smith, Ivan, Brett Capstick, Jim Conti, Robert. Wait, that can't be Jim Conti. The guy that owns Patreon.
2: What? I, to look I
1: like to think that he knows a quality product when he sees it. Can't
2: it can't be him. Hell though. Yeah. There's he no way. He probably discovered it through he his. He better like
1: be him. a high tier patron
2: though. I it's Jack Conti. Oh, Jack, Conte.
0: not Jim, duh. I knew that. It's like,
1: does his brother Jim. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> One of them made the website, the other is a patron. That's right.
0: We also got a yeah. uh, a Robert Ra- uh, Rothand, but here's what I want to do for him. Hold on. <laughs> all roberts all roberts get that treatment okay best voice line in gaming it's pretty amazing well done from software jerome is here joseph humphreys karsten cole sleepy weasel sam soto sains ryan wedby or weedby That's probably a name yeah no it's amazing ken j gerald null which means zero but we don't think of him that way and connect kinetics spelled funny Uh, You guys are awesome, and that means that you're going to get no commercials ever. You might be able to be, I don't know if you are, but if you're on the level to get you the artwork in the mail every month, i got new stuff going up here shortly uh, every month to get that collectible stuff, and no one else gets it in the whole world but you. Uh, You get other monthly benefits. You get video game art, or I mentioned that. You get host specials every month. John's got something cooking for January. Excited. Oh, I think it's me. Oh, is Bo it Bo? Was Sorry, the, my bad. It me. Bo.
2: Yeah. It's Bo. Yeah. It might be later January, but I'm working, on, I'm working on a few core things.
0: Yeah, whatever you got going is great. I can't wait for it. And you get pre and post oh. show content every single week. By the way, for those at home that are like a little confused uh, that I put the pre show in with the Patreon file instead of separate, this was because a lot of you have been requesting it. Not everyone, but a lot. And I also ran a poll. And the poll clearly said, yes, we'd like it all in one. So to help out those who want to know when the, the show proper starts and when the pre-show ends, if you skip that stuff, I also put in our notes now when that happens. So you can just jump to that timestamp and bam, you're, you know, Bob's your uncle or Robert's your uncle. Robert! All right. Uh, <laughs> that'll do it for uh, for us today. Uh, Frogpants.com slash core for everything else. Let's toss it to Grandma, who will catch us up on what games we played this week. Grandma, take it away.
1: And well, if you thought they were slacking because the new year, you were wrong. There's a lot of games here, so I don't blame you for not paying attention. But pay attention now, because I'm going to tell you what they played.
3: Yeah.
1: Scott played Shabes, the Z. <laughs> He also played Horizon Zero Dawn, that's got a Z too, and he just started Pizza Tower, that's got two Zs. Wow. In case you're just keeping track of where all the damn Zs are.
2: Yeah. What's a Z? A <laughs> Letter Z. Z? You mean Z? Yeah, Z. Oh, sorry, Canada. Oh,
1: sorry, I wasn't no. being considerate to the other parts of the world <laughs> that call it Zed. <laughs> John played Slay the Princess, no Zeds there. <laughs> He played Red Dead Redemption 2, Stacklands, Baldur's Gate 3, Sea of Stars, Final Fantasy 10, Yakuza Like a Dragon, and, come on, let's be real, probably WWE 2K23. Yeah. Bo played World of Warcraft. You know, the game he's going to play once a week. <laughs> For He's, two got, hours. His, he's yeah. got a lockdown on his game time. He's got too many games to play to dedicate it to one, mm-hmm. so he played... World of Warcraft Season of Discovery played Shadows of Doubt and he played Dungeons of Eternity in the Virtual Reality. Ooh,
0: that's fancy. That's fancy as hell. And uh, you at home are fancy. So come join us next week for a whole other fancy episode of Core. Go play some games. Go have some fun. I hope your new year is awesome. And we'll see you then.